You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yes. Welcome to the 3AM Podcast. My name is DJ. My name is Charlie. My name is Sean. We tell scary stories. We tell funny jokes. We've been doing this for a few years now. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. Move on. <laughs> Move on. Uh, bro, okay. This week, what happened? What happened this week? Uh, we were supposed to record yesterday. Oh, yeah, dude. Why we didn't re- we? We got all ready to stream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went home for lunch. I, yeah, I went home for lunch, and I was about to go back to work. And I go outside. I let Lucy out to go pee. My dog, I have a one-and-a-half-year-old golden retriever. She's dope. Her name's Lucy. Short for Lucifer is the joke here on the podcast. Um, I thought that was the real thing. That's what I thought, dude. Yeah, totally. Uh Uh-huh. And I let her out to go pee before I go back to work. She runs outside, runs over, and starts chewing this small black plastic thing. Uh. And we live... um, in the basement of a house and upstairs is like a four-year-old, five-year-old kid. So there's constantly just toys and stuff like Lucy's just chewing on things. So I was like, what is that? So I run up and I pick it up and I look at it. It's like a really weird shape. It has two metal prongs and I flip it over and there's like a lime green residue on half of it. And instantly I was like, ectoplasm. I know what this is. So several days before that, I had caught her chewing on a rat trap, a dog-proof rat trap. And I saw her chewing it, and I ran over. I grabbed it. I was like, holy shit, Lucy. And I like took it, put it away, put it really high in the garage where she can't get it. But when I saw that black plastic thing, I knew immediately that's the insert that goes in that holds oh, the rat no. poison. So there, there's, the, there's what I caught her. And there's the the trap under us is the Tomcat, whatever. The super good dog proof thing that Lucy magically <laughs> opened. <laughs> anyway, so I flip it around. There is a brick of rat poison. Oh, no. That is now missing. So shit. I call. You I finally look it up. see what she like at the point. Dude, she's just chilling. I'm like, okay. But I call or I look, up, I look it up online. I call the vet. I say, yo, I think my dog ate a ton of rat poisoning. Uh, what do I do? Hold, please. Can you come in right now? Oh, my gosh. Like, yes. Okay, come right now. Shit. So I pack up the rat thing in a plastic bag, grab Lucy, jump in the car. Dude, speed racer on the way. <laughs> At one point, there was construction, and they were not letting me turn on the road where the vet was so I straight went around the cones through a construction zone. Damn, <laughs> I bro. was like, I don't care f- everyone here. And like, <laughs> I went through a parking lot and shit. And then I like, yeah, went the back way to the vet. I was like, I don't care. Like, some construction worker was like trying to help me. <laughs> what is he like, gonna no, do? Sorry, dude. I don't care. Uh, anyway, we got her in. 
they took her blood, they made her pee, they did all these things, they m- induced vomiting. So they take a tiny bit of hydrogen peroxide, mix it with water, and they squirt it into the corner of the dog's mouth. And for some reason, I don't know what it is, dogs just like instantly barf. Ugh. And so they're like, okay, she did have a little bit of black plastic in there, so she was chewing, but we didn't find any rat poison. Okay. So they took her blood and they're like, we're going to send this off to the lab. And I told them she could have eaten it five days ago. She could have eaten it this morning. Anyway, we got the result back today. I didn't tell anyone, but she's totally fine. But just to be precautious, they're giving her meds for like the next 30 days and we'll get her checked up in 21 days. But she's completely fine. So you can show a picture. This is her in the car afterward. Just after she's thrown up. <laughs> they gave her something and they're like, she's going to be like a pretty, sedative. She's going to be pretty drowsy. The yeah. rest of the day. <laughs> Scroll down. You can see where they took the blood. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, she was loopy and they're like for the rest of the day she'll be that was her the morning of so she we were like we went on a run in the snow dude that is a lot of snow you got too oh yeah like i live at the mouth of like little i mean i don't want to say where (laughs) your exact address yeah i live at ducks yourself anyway that was like literally the morning of so it's like we went on a a mile run yeah and then anyway this picture's hilarious bro she hell faded (laughs) yeah she was woozy and it was like uh they were like, she's going to be pretty loopy for the rest of the day. We got home. She like curled up in a ball, went to sleep for like four minutes. And then she started like wanting to play tug of war. Then she was like, Let's and I was like, gosh, damn you. Loopy. So anyway, sorry. We missed stream yesterday. Um, sorry. It was an emergency. It was an emergency. And luckily everything's okay. So yep. there, there's that. There's the Lucy thing. Damn. That is pretty big. Yeah. Almost as big as, have you heard of Olive Garden? <laughs> I have heard of Olive Garden. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty like local restaurant. It's a local right? up and coming restaurant. Yeah, gastro pub, Italian uh, cuisine. Yeah, Olive Garden has entered the digital landscape by releasing their own NFTs. Oh my god, <laughs> ah, that's corny. And as of uh, a few days ago, you can uh, become a digital franchise owner, so you can own one of their actual franchises, physical or digitally the digital version i want to own some digital breadsticks and parmesan the funny part is okay so all the franchises sold out like nationwide they're nationwide wow all of them but they have breadsticks (laughs) that you can mint for free you can mint breadsticks for free digital breadsticks oh damn it okay wait why can you do that why what why can you do that like is there a finite number no, you can make not with Olive Garden, yeah, dude. Because unlimited they're bread endless breadsticks, dude. So you can go on their site, uh, get a breadstick, mint it as an NFT, and then do whatever you want. With oh, it. My oh my gosh. gosh, are we about to go get a breadstick? I think right so. now? <laughs> I was, I, uh, I had the exact uh wallet needed, uh, to do to Polly's Polly's F with uh Olive Garden, hell yeah, dude. Like, how do they know that it's endless breadsticks? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Anytime uh, there's uh, all-you-can-eat food, uh, Polly's are about it. <laughs> do you know? Okay, do you know what I kind of imagine? <laughs> you know the battle for Helm's Deep? So it begins? Sure. I imagine, like, all-you-can-eat places are like that. <laughs> and then, like, the wave is <laughs> Polynesian families. I mean, Polly's did play the Uruk-hai. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally, yeah, literally. Dude, I, uh, I, uh, I hate when people try to tell me that Olive Garden isn't good food. Well, here's the thing. What? It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> why? Tell me why, dog. 
I don't know. I, I recently went to Olive Garden like a year ago and I was like, recently a year ago. Sh- well, recently in relative to like the last time I had it was like 20 years ago. Dude, I haven't had Olive Garden in at least 10 to 15 years. Try it out. Go try it out and just give it an honest shake. I was just like, I guess I was, I was expecting more is what I will say. <laughs> Dude, any place that gets me hyped to eat salad gets an A in my Super salad? Super salad? It depends on how I'm feeling. Hell it's yeah, a, I'll it's take a, the super salad. It's a mood thing. Yeah, <laughs> soup salad, unlimited breadsticks, dog. Come on. Uh, I legitimately, when I was 12, like was like, yes, I would like to try the super salad. And oh the lady was gosh. like, no, soup or salad. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's what she was like, <laughs> super <Yeah>. salad. <laughs> she was like, do you want super salad? And I was like, uh, yeah. Hell yeah, I'll take a super salad. <laughs> okay, I, I have a confession. Damn, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was dumb. I think I was a dumb kid. <laughs> No, what actually was happening is I think I was a decently intelligent kid, but I was like uh, a little tistic or something. I don't know. <laughs> a little artistic. bit of the tis. Pretty artistic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because one time my dad, it was like, it was Saturdays. And in my house growing up, we did chores. Like we did a ton of chores when I was little. Who the hell didn't do chores growing yeah. up? A lot of like these You were special because you did bitches, cho- chores. <laughs> kids don't do chores <laughs> anymore. I don't know about that. Dude, yes. Kids don't do chores anymore. How often are you around kids? How often are any of you around kids? Does your little brother do chores? I think so. He shovels the driveway when it's snowing. He does shovel the driveway because that used to be my job. Uh, Anyway, I don't think kids do chores really. But anyway, I would say majority. Saturdays were kind of hell because Saturday morning cartoons weren't a thing until you were done. There you go. Anyway, so one time on Saturday, my dad was like, "Yo, okay, keep in mind I'm like 10, 11. (laughs) My dad's like, "Yo." Do y'all want to go to Mattress Land? No. I'm, I'm like doing some shit in the other room and I'm like. We're trying to embezzle some. No, wait. I'm like <laughs> Mattress Land? Like a land of mattresses? I was like, hold on. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> and I was like, I do. Because in my mind, I thought it was like a McDonald's play place made out of mattresses. My dad's like. <laughs> I mean, without any explanation, like. For further context, I could see where as a 10 or 11-year-old, that would make sense. I got super excited. And I was like, I, w- I want to go to Mattress Land. I want to go to Mattress please. Land. I was like, please, please, please. And he's like, uh, okay, like, let's go to Mattress <laughs> Land. <laughs> and I was really it's good thing sad there's eight of them on our town. They're all on the same block. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rest of the day sucked ass. I was really sad. And my sister and my whole family still make fun of me to this day for being That's excited funny. about Mattress Land. What does it have to do about Olive Garden? Because I was a r- r- R-word when I was little. And... uh Thought there was a thing called super salad. Keep up. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm that. No, I'm that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you um, want to keep talking about your NFTs? Yeah. Cause no, I'm about that. <laughs> just all about it. Cause it's like, dude, the, uh, un- we've talked, we've said unlimited breadsticks. What other restaurant has unlimited? Dude, besides Fazoli's, oh, can bro. What is Fazoli's? It's another Italian restaurant. Is that like that East Coast one? Uh, I don't that, know if it's, it's East Coast, Fazoli. but it was definitely in Kentucky. But there's places that tout themselves as all you can, Red Robin, dude. Yeah, but that's they like are checking yeah, level <laughs> like <laughs> real anger. You get like five French fries exactly. per serving. Exactly, they give you like ten fries, and you ask for more, and they wait an hour, and they give you oh three. My gosh, yeah. Olive Garden, they double down because they want you to stop eating breadsticks, so they'll give you twenty more. They're like, this better be enough, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Even the cheese, dog, like. You tell us when to stop. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. We'll say Yo, no once. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say no once and then we'll keep going, dog. Yeah. I don't know. There's like all you can eat sushi places, which like the idea of an all you can eat sushi place is kind of foul. It's like <laughs> the thing is it's built on that, whereas Olive Garden has that as oh, a that's side. Just built in. 
as a like side. Like you're already getting that. Yeah. There's yeah. mad Mexican spots where it's like you can get chips and salsa. That's true. You get the unlimited chips okay. and salsa. See, it's the ethnic places. Italian, Mexican. <laughs> the really ethnic places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the really ethnic places. <laughs> the Italian, Italian Olive Garden. Garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Polly's You're love. You're gross, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Doc. Uh, it's, uh, it's feeding the masses with loaves. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, the, the Jesus. Jesus started Whoa. Olive Garden, dog. Damn. What's a, what's an See, Italian name? Federico. No, I don't know. Mario. Mario Christ. Mario Christ. Yeah, see, Jesus gets a whole book written about how you fed the, <laughs> yeah. fed everybody with, with loaves. <laughs> While Olive Garden gets, what, 3.8 on Yelp? <laughs> yeah. If that, bro. <laughs> Dude, yeah, they need a testament. <laughs> okay, I'll go I'll go and t- try it out on my cheat day. Yo, you Saturday. know what's absolute ass? Ass. What, dude? <laughs> Red Lobster. Okay. Dude, their, their cheddar biscuits the are The cheddar bay fire, biscuits bro. are big fire. Okay, yeah. it's like, who can't put bread and cheese together and it's not delicious? <laughs> it's like, that shit's easy. It's like, all right. Okay, you're, you're right. Yeah. But it's like the if same thing. cheddar like... biscuits, it's like, stop. <laughs> I've been to Red Lobster once, and it was only a few years ago. And we made our reservations because we called ahead and we're like, can we just walk in? They're like, no, we suggest reservations. I'm like, okay, I didn't know. You guys were possibly like that. Yeah, dude. And then uh, we go in. It's like a Wednesday afternoon. Me and my family, they're visiting in town. This is while I was going to school. And we need some authentic seafood. Yeah, my parents Utah. are like, we travel all the way here to Utah. Let's get some, some seafood. <laughs> Uh, coming from Hawaii. Hey, I don't get it, but those, I'm not judging. Those, to each their own. <laughs> and uh, we get to Red Lobster Wednesday, uh, early afternoon. The place is packed. We had reservations and we waited for a half hour. What? To get what? It. And I was afternoon? like, dude, I've never heard of, I've not heard one person in my entire life suggest, let's go to Red Lobster. Have you? No, I never. personally have. So, <gasps> but it was a strange, like, conversation and a red flag that was not followed. But uh, I was just so uh, surprised getting there that uh, it was the opposite of like my reality. <laughs> so, are you okay? I don't know. Because, like, we, we both think uh, Red Lobster shit except for the rolls. But uh, I guess there's a lot of people in the woodwork coming out for it. No, you know what's actually a really sad thing? And what? I'm going to be – this is me. I'm a pretentious asshole. This is me being an ass. I'm an ass. Okay. <laughs> you know what's really sad to see? What? When, like, 5 o'clock rolls around, every fast food place is packed. And I'm like, do you guys eat fast food all the time? Do I? Do people eat fast food all, all the time? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Yes, I'm pretentious. I don't care. But w- I eat fast food like once a week, maybe. Once I a make, week? Yeah, I make dinner every other day. I'm going to say probably twice to three times max a week for me. Yeah, And Not once a week is a lot food. for us. I, we prob- me and my girlfriend probably eat out. Like almost every other day. Oh, if we're talking not, like not fast, fast food, food, like we'll food, go to like then nice, that would be yeah, way less. You're, are you? Do you include like fast casual? Yeah. So you're rich. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> there or, was a lot or, of money. Or yeah, poor. Yeah. <laughs> or poor. <laughs> anyway, that's. I'm like, dude, because like McDonald's really be popping. Like, every dude, but McDonald's day. is cheap. McDonald's is McDonald's. A, yeah. You're, I think families go and they'll hit up the dollar menu for their kids. Quick cheap easy 
feed all of them in one go. Yeah, I guess. Here's the thing. I hit up the dollar menu and feed myself. I get that, but every day? 10 bucks. Okay, not feed your kids. Feed five kids for 10 bucks. That's pretty cheap. Like that's craft. That's pretty good. Craft mac and cheese. I guess so. Craft and but like when you have yeah exactly when you have five kids and you don't have time and you're taking them to sports, soccer, music, band, all those things and uh, I'm with you. But I can see it too. (laughs) I'm just saying, guys, it's gross. You're gross. Wow, that's pretentious. (laughs) That's I know that's you, bro. Every day y'all are getting quesaritos and Big Macs and shit. They won't even like let you order quesaritos. At Taco Bell anymore. I don't even so, want to talk about it. It pissed me off so much. <laughs> Taco Bell's successfully losing their fan base by eliminating uh, the best items off their list. I'm yeah. surprised they haven't come out with a line of NFTs. I'm sure they will. They're the perfect company to their get into NFTs that NFTs are going to be quesaritos, bro. Oh. And you can't <sighs> still not buy them at the restaurant. <laughs> Pissing me off. I hate it. Red it's Lobster, good. whatever. Stupid. Do you have any other comments about Red Lobster? No, I want to move on. Very heated. <laughs> yeah. He's Very getting angry about I'm a people Red eating right out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Good, huh? Anything else? No, what's this Baba Yaga shit? Baba Vanga? Oh, yeah. So Charles put up was a me. video. I also didn't put up a video. It's an article. Oh, no, no. It was Sean. Sorry about that. Baba Vanga predictions. It's an article. We're going to bring it up. So it's a. Do you want to print? Yeah, you introduce it. Baba Vanga is a Bulgarian mystic, blind from birth. And. of her predictions have come true. She predicted 9-11. She predicted the tsunami. Why did she warn anyone, dog? Oh, she's a specific person. She's a specific person. It's not a role in society. No, it's a uno lady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, She predicted like some submarine, like a nuclear submarine, like sinking or something like that in Russia. And she has some predictions for like the end of the world too perfect light-hearted Let's however to our benefit if we scroll through this article to our benefit she says the world's going to end in about 5080 oh we're nice. chill we're chill yeah i uh for a while have thought the world won't end for a long time and then sometime last week, for whatever reason, I was like, no. You flipped the, flipped the script? <laughs> Something happened in my mind, You're and wrong. I was like, nah, it's happening in you, like me is wrong. 10 years. <laughs> oh. In 10 years. Bro, if it doesn't happen in 10 years, I don't know, dog. That lasted uh, a day, but. <laughs> so let's read it. Or is there any highlights or anything? Um, scroll down to the highlights. Like, that'll be at the bottom of the article. I kind of gave you some of her predictions that have already come true. Okay. Dude, she was blinded as a girl. I wonder how. A tragic accident, probably. Oh, maybe she I looks see. like the Oracle, dude. Okay, you know, I like could the, see, the I Matrix, could see that, dude. Just minus the eyeballs. Except the lady in the Matrix is young and had sight. So she doesn't look like she just uh, doesn't. So she's dubbed the Nostradamus of the Balkans. Yeah, because like sick. Nostradamus had like a bunch of stuff come true, and she has too. And part of the argument is that like eighty-five percent of her predictions have come true. Huh. Dude, titles back then were baller. Nostradamus uh, of the Balkans. Yeah, well, I think Owen Wilson says it in, uh, like, is it Rush Hour? Not Rush Hour. Shanghai Nights? Oh. What's he say? Oh, remember. yeah. All your Chinese people have, like, the coolest names, like Keeper of the Imperial Seal. <laughs> <laughs> now our titles are, like, podcast hosts. <laughs> <laughs> we or, need to come up with some dope, like, titles for ourselves. Crea- like. Creative director, entrepreneur. Ugh. Boss, boss, babe. <laughs> uh, life and death of a blind Bulgarian mystic. Bam. 
Damn, that's terrifying, dude. Yeah, a little bit terrifying. You know, sure. it the new it, like yeah, number two or one, the first one. Okay, okay, okay. the painting. Oh frick, uh, dude! The like crooked looking mother effer. Yep. So it is. Is that what you just called her? <laughs> yeah. Uh, her lost her sight in a freak accident, born prematurely in 1911 in present day Ma- Macedonia. Uh, I don't know a lot about Macedonia, but I just get like mystic vibes. If you told me there was like dragons and shit walking around in Macedonia right now, yeah, I'd be I like, totally oh, yeah. believe that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, she uh, lost her mother at a young age. Another example of why I What's was uh, the R word when I was young. <laughs> when Pokemon first came out, I was like in third grade. Sean just spit water everywhere. When Pokemon first came out, I was like in third grade, and my homie was like, bro. Pokemon are real. <laughs> They're like in New York and stuff. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> I, I dead ass thought they were real for probably a year or something. <laughs> You'll travel far and wide. I, like I was like an Eevee. Searching Eevee far could and wide. be real. Gotta <laughs> catch them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bro, okay. But since we're looping back to uh, other topics, and now we don't care about this bubble <laughs> thing. If you bring up bro, all, all looking, of looking at these breasts, bro, doesn't it look like E. coli? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what? What? Look at E. coli. I've never met. E. Coli. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro, <laughs> bro! All you can eat E. coli. Uh, Why did you saying say- Olive Garden is uh, <laughs> contagious, dog? <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody's trying to get it. <laughs> Why not like Cheeto puffs? <laughs> like rave Cheeto puffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Techno Cheeto puffs, dog. <laughs> All right, Baba Vanga. Uh, everything changed when she was 12. According to her followers, she bro, had she's followers. leading a cult uh, while playing with her cousins. Uh, I Heike thought that said succubus for whatever reason <laughs> at first. Playing with her cousins, a tornado suddenly hit uh, Vanga's village. It flung the 12-year-old into the air and deposited her in a nearby field. When her family finally found her, she had so much dust and dirt in her eyes that they were crusted shut. Dude, what a such visceral language. This is a Marvel comic, dog. (laughs) I know, dude. Um, Bro, when I wake up in the morning and I have them crusties, I think that's bad. (laughs) Like, this bitch lost her eyes. Just like pink eye, but like times (laughs) 20. Uh, she started to go blind slowly, Hot strange dreams and <laughs> visions about the future. No, dead ass. Like she falls into this, uh, cataclysmic, uh, electronic storm and comes out blind, Shit, but dude, she sees yeah. everything. I swear. If this is Disney, just like promoting their new, <laughs> I'll, I'll be <laughs> like, the well played, well played. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Uh, how many of Baba Vanga's predictions have come true? Let's get through this real quick. The Russian nuclear submarine called Kursk Kursk, uh, sunk, killed all 118 sailors on board. Oh, it'll say like on this article, like what she actually said to horror, horror. The American brethren will fall after being attacked by the steel birds. Oh, that's creepy. (laughs) Yeah. So that one's 9-11 right there. There's. The tsunami, I can't see what it says. A huge wave will cover a big coast covered with people and towns, and everything will disappear. That's pretty middle it's of the pr- road. Okay, here's the thing about <laughs> the mystics and psychics, though, is you could say a lot of stuff, and it could be applicable to a lot of things, too. Oh, but she passed? 85%. 85%. 
one hundred percent of the time concentrated of power of will. <laughs> okay, keep going. Let's, let's uh, do this. She made a number of other true claims as well. Predicted that America's forty fourth president would be black. That's specific. <laughs> that is specific. Did <laughs> you say half black? That's mm. crazy. I don't know if she said that. But if you scroll down to the bottom, it'll tell you like what her predictions of the end. Yeah, of the let's world see what are. we got coming up. She also care. claimed that uh, Obama would be the last black president. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we don't know. Could be sus. Europe would cease to exist in 2017. Brexit uh, said that the 94 World Cup would be between between two countries that started with the letter B. When it was Brazil and Italy, actually. Italy, uh, bro. Yeah, Italy. <laughs> Uh, predicted a nuclear war that would last from 2010 to 14. Okay, well, she'd be okay. Thankfully, never came. Wait, so are are we naming things that passed? No, you scroll to the Keep bottom. Bottom. I, the title of that was what came true. Okay, predictions about the future. Why didn't they just combine that? Whether you believe it or not, she has more predictions for the future. Events up to 5,079. Which is when the world like is the supposedly year 5,079. Oh, okay. That's right. Predicted predicted a virtual virtual reality takeover. In 2022 is when she predicted it. Hmm. So it NFTs for Olive Garden, anybody? Oh. Vang oh. <laughs> a new, dude. Uh, water shortages, famine and locusts in India. Diseases that were frozen in Another Siberia. That's Another the one pandemic. that's super like sus, bro. Because I have been reading articles recently that they're finding like bacteria in the ice. Yep. bro, that's been on every uh, episode. True, like the thing propaganda tabloid at the cashier, like forever and ever. Yeah, true. You know those but, like, crazy here's the thing, if you know MIB magazines, that's where you get the real info. <laughs> You're right. You're right. 2066, she said the U.S. would use a climate-changing weapon on Muslim-controlled Rome. Bro. <laughs> These are some wild predictions. In 2100, we'll apparently start using a man-made sun. And they by, already made that in China. And by 20, but we'll the start power using of the sun in oh, the palm of my hands. Uh, and by 2130, humans will start living underwater thanks to helpful aliens. <laughs> in hey, but aliens underwater is becoming a thing, dude. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a thing. Yeah. It's been a thing. It's oh. been a thing. Vanga also predicted that everything on Earth will die in 3797, though fortunately humans should have interstellar technology by then. Yeah, if we don't by then, that would be lame. <laughs> uh, blanket predictions about world, world, world powers and leaders. In 79, she said, all will thaw as of ice. Only one remain untouched. Vladimir's glory, glory of Russia. And a possible shout-out to Russian leader Vladimir Putin uh, alluded to World War III, saying Russia will not only survive, it will dominate the world. All right. This is sad. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I just hope came Vinga's across wrong. this article. Well, she is wrong 15% of the time. So crazy. maybe 15% of those are going to be wrong, and the ones that are right are the ones in 30,000 <laughs> and 50,000 50, or whatever. Man, hopefully. There are some interesting stories of like predictions and stuff I've come across. We should cover them sometime. Predictions? Yeah. Things coming true. <laughs> and psychics used to like locate ch- children and stuff. Oh, dude. There's some like, well-documented cases. Yeah. Yeah. Or Very like remote viewing and stuff like that. Very interesting. No. So do we hope they come true? No. Or no? 
Uh, I hope she don't. I hope it doesn't come yeah, true. Yeah, me neither. Okay. I hope it comes true. We've spoken. <laughs> like Obama being the last black president. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need all the white people to take the power so they take all the blame. That's why. Oh, this guy. Ah, this I guy. blindsided y'all, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out DJ is not white. <laughs> For those just listening. I, I triple got you. Ah, the blindsided. Okay. How y'all feeling? Let's talk to chat. Throw them up on the screen. I want to see their pretty faces. Yeah, what you got to say? Did they say anything funny or cool? No, Doubt probably it. not. <laughs> Let's just bully chat. Be mean. Uh, I got all the E. coli I want in my mini fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. We need more people of color to become president. Dude, who's throwing up Gengar? See, I legit thought Gengar was running around. Oh, what the? <laughs> uh, who else? Bard of the Seven Peaks. <laughs> That's pretty funny, but only a Utah joke. Uh, yeah, topical. Too topical. She got blinded the same way Daredevil did. Is that how Daredevil got blinded? A tornado? I don't recall, dude. Tornado. I haven't seen any of it. Or a vornado. <laughs> uh, I wish I was cool. Okay, well, you are. Chill. My Mexican pride doesn't allow me to eat Taco Bell. For real. Damn. You need to live moss. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. You're holding yourself back. Yeah, yo quiero Taco they, Bell, though, my guy. If they can't get a quesarito, like for real. Stop you. You keep <laughs> hurting me. I'm now, hurt too, dog. I actually had this discussion today. It's like when I think Taco Bell, I don't think it's Mexican food. I just think it's delicious it's just trash. Taco Bell, yeah, yeah, that I like to eat. True. So I, I, I think you're allowed to. I it's give not, you permission. It's just like Olive Garden, dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. It's not. It's not. It's not good food, but it's good food. You have homework. You have to go eat Olive Garden. Yeah, some, I'll sometime. go. I'll go and eat Olive Garden. And give us your honest. Do you have a? Do you have a rec? A recommendation, DJ? Besides the Dude, I, I, might, I, I would suggest the. the you're so excited right now. I would suggest the chicken and shrimp carbonara. <laughs> chicken shrimp carbonara. A surf and turf. Yeah. Is, is that what that is? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, it has some beautiful roasted red peppers. Okay. It's just a, it's, it's a great, well-rounded dish. <laughs> okay. Uh, my wife and I made homemade carbonara the other day, and bro, it was ass. Big trash. <laughs> See? That's why you got to go to the garden, I thought dog. that was going somewhere else, I bro. thought it was going to be so good. And like three or four bites in, we're both quiet, and we're just like, and then M- <laughs> MJ, my wife, just was like, like pushes the bowl away she's like this sucks and i was like damn it we tried so hard when you're there you're not family (laughs) when you're there leave (laughs) when you're there don't be cool all right should we get into stories yes sir all right uh guys this is a scary stories podcast as well so we also tell scary stories and to see in what order we tell them we roll a 20-sided die to determine what order those stories are highest number goes first the roll This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head my emotions, if that's something that you are needing, if that's something that's missing, uh, give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, We want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest Uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet. 
uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3am and you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash 3am. I want to take a moment to tell you about my podcast, Carol Costello Presents Blind Rage. In 1984, a woman named Phyllis Cottle was abducted in broad daylight, tortured, and left to die in a burning car in Akron, Ohio. At the time, I was a rookie reporter covering this horrific story. Since then, I've reported every kind of crime imaginable. I've been able to leave most of them at work, but not this one. The one that buried itself under my skin and stayed put. Phyllis Cottle was a badass woman, and I want to tell you her story. A production of Evergreen Podcasts and signature title of the Killer Podcast Network, you can find Carol Costello Presents Blind Rage wherever you get your podcasts. Discover more great true crime and paranormal programming at KillerPodcast.com. Sean? Oh, did we tie again? No, I got a 20. You got a 19, bro. He's calling you blind, dog. He's calling you blind. He's saying Bubba Vanga over there. <laughs> it's it's in num- the shade, bro. What numbers it's that in be? The shade, dog. What numbers that be? <laughs> Predict what what you're gonna roll, dog. I got a five. Can't see me. Oh, so the order is Sean, me, and DJ. Cool. Sean, do you need any time to review? Negative, but we should light our fire again. Okay. All right, guys. So I recently heard about something that was pretty intriguing. So I'm going to intro intro it first by telling you, we love stories that have closure. Like we know what happens. Yes. But this isn't going to be this one of them. This is not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it, dog. <laughs> Can't fool me. Okay. So you've heard of the Bermuda Triangle. Lots of things go missing. If you are deep enough into the triangle lore, you've heard of Alaska Triangle. Dude, triangle. Yeah. There's triangles all over the place. There really are. This one is called the Bennington Triangle. Have you heard that the Bermuda Triangle is moving? The Bermuda. I have. DJ makes fun of people. Not. How people talk. <laughs> Went to speech class. <laughs> I, I earned you it. Be dog, like the number dog, one. I, dog, I earned it's it. Like it's like people I, short. I, earned, I, gra- yeah. I graduated from that. <laughs> shit. Like you, tiny short person. It's like, okay, <laughs> no, I'm past that. I have my growth spurt. <laughs> anyway, the Bermuda Triangle apparently is shifting. It's moving. Damn. Have you bro. heard that? No, dude. There's like a huge thing where people are documenting it. Wow, really? Where are people disappearing from now? It's okay, shifting to over the land, Florida. Oh, frick, dude! And everyone's like, "That makes a lot of sense." <laughs> <laughs> dude, remember that fool who killed his girlfriend? Sorry, am I allowed to say the K word on, on yeah. Twitch? Yeah, okay. I think so just not he disappeared. TikTok. He killed it, you know. <laughs> he killed it, dude. You killed that dog. <laughs> dude, I don't even know what words you I can and can't person. say anymore, bro. <laughs> what about him though? That's it, <laughs> dude. Laundry went missing, bro. Oh, I see in Florida. Yeah. Uh, sorry, <laughs> that was the connect. Uh, what if? What if? Uh, what if the Bermuda Triangle is just a bl- giant planchette? <gasps> oh, frick! And it's just uh, we're we're getting a message because where was it first? Bermuda. Someone needs to Florida. Move it, move it to B. Bye. F. <gasps> B. Boyfriend. <laughs> Dude, what's next? We're discovering things right Damn, now. Damn, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. That's 3 a.m. discovers. Bro, tell us about this new triangle that you found. Okay, this new triangle, bring it up for people to see. This yes, is sir. the Bennington Triangle. Oh, mass. Which Seriously. is in Vermont, of all places. 
So shout out our homie uh, Andrew Lovell. Andrew Lovell. Yeah, what up? <laughs> so basically, a little bit of background here. This area, and take this with a grain of salt because I feel like I hear this a lot. Is this area the Native Americans said that it was cursed? <laughs> And uh, did you ever see Parks and Rec where the one guy was like, okay, all we have to do is say the place is cursed and, yeah. or the wind blew a certain way and the chief white, of the, white people will be like, oh, no. <laughs> chief of the Wamapoke. Yeah, exactly. So they said the place is cursed. They won't go into this place unless they're burying people and that's it. Hmm. And there's rumors of wild men that live in the area. So why would you bury people there? I don't know. Maybe it was like a sacred, like, Cursed place. I don't know. Shit. I'm the white man here. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm asking know. you, dog. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? How? <laughs> How? <laughs> when got when go away. <laughs> when go away. <laughs> okay. So a little bit of background. White people decide, yo, we're going in there. They build a <laughs> well, hold, on, hold on. We're not allowed in there. We're, we're going, going in with, there. Yeah, let me manifest some <laughs> destiny in that triangle. Yeah. <laughs> So they go in there and they uh, basically build uh, a town just in the middle of this in this place. <laughs> Defiance, dude. <laughs> <A> town, <laughs> They're like, oh, we don't we don't give Bunch any of tiles. <laughs> and the town is called. Hang on one sec, one sec. It's Glastonbury is what it's called. It's up in these mountains, and uh, this is just kind of uh, the area as it is now. If you want to bring this picture up, but. It's honestly, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it does. Pretty. Yeah. And the main economy of this place is timber and coal. Now, the timber part is not super sustainable after they cut it all down. They're like, yo, now what do we do? Yeah. So they decide to turn it into a tourist destination. My next picture is one of the buildings that still remains to this day. So they turn this into a touristy area. However, one of the downsides of over uh, lumbering is erosion. No trees. No trees. Uh, so the erosion. next fall, rain comes and the floods come up and everything comes down. The road comes down. The bridge up into these mountains comes down. So basically all of their tourism is SOL now. Dude, they effed themselves. They effed themselves royally. It's crazy. I wish someone would have warned them, you know? Like maybe the area is cursed or something. <laughs> so, <sighs> this place, Y'all funny like ever that, since, <laughs> ever since, has remained cursed and has been the location of mysterious disappearances and other unexplainable phenomena. Anywhere from UFOs, Bigfoots, missing 411. You got the whole, if you could just like take everything paranormal and mix it into a little like, do you have a, do you have a question? Yeah. Can I, I'm going to be an asshole again. Okay. Okay. I get annoyed. I don't like it when places just have everything. That's like my number one thing with Skinwalker Ranch. It's like, what's going on at Skinwalker Ranch? Well, they have aliens, Skinwalkers, Bigfoot. Orbs, werewolves, werewolves vampires, worms, yeah. lions, tigers, bears. Oh, oh my. my. Yeah. Saber teeth. They have X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Avengers. Xavier over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, just choose one, dude. Okay. Here's, here's my two cents on that specifically <laughs> is I think that people tend to overreact to maybe 
a smaller thing going on and it gets blown out of pr- proportion mm. to UFOs or <laughs> Bigfoots or whatever the heck it actually is. Everyone just comes up with their own story and it becomes an urban legend and it just all gets thrown in. Yeah. That's my opinion. Okay, so this is and I'm this not is wrong. Allegedly happening in this area. This all is allegedly things. happening in the area. However, the train of disappearances in this area is very real. So, starting in the 1940s, there was a span of disappearances. The first being Carol Herrick. And he was out hunting with a friend. They did become separated in this hunting trip. And that's not to be unexpected. But they had set up a rendezvous point. Now, when Carol did not show up to that rendezvous point, shortly after, his friend reported it. And they get a search party together. Carol or Carl? Carl, I may have put a typo in here, dude. Um, it might be Sorry, Carl. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be Carol. an ass. I'm looking, I'm looking <laughs> to see if I can find a picture. Um, anyways, they get the search party going out, and they, after a certain amount of, of time, I don't know the exact amount of time for this person here, they find him. His body is laying in an opening in the forest. His gun is propped up against a tree about 100 feet away from him. Now, there are large footprints all around the area, and they assumed, the authorities, assumed it was just a bear attack. However, did he he have like like wounds or? There was no evidence of a bear attack, like a mauling or anything like that. In fact, after an autopsy, it was determined he was squeezed to death. Holy shit. That's terrifying. (laughs) And like the determining factors were broken rib bones. Like someone had just like picked him up and squeezed him to death and left him there. That is the scariest thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Maybe it was a bear hug. (laughs) Dude, you probably right. I've seen that bear hug in the Revenant. Yeah. (laughs) That struggle cuddle. So one squeezing to death. They did find the body. Dude, toothpaste. Number two. (laughs) Number two. Mitty Rivers, a 74-year-old hunting guide, took a group of four other hunters out in this area. And the strange thing, too, is there are a grouping of different types of people that fall in this demographics demographics that go missing. Two hunters so far. And that, yeah, they're supposed to be the most capable. Yeah, they're supposed to be the ones who know what they're doing out there. So he goes, like, separate, gets separated from the group. And... After they meet up at the rendezvous point, Mitty, their guide, is not there. So they send out a search party, and they search for weeks and don't find him or his gun or anything except for one shotgun shell by, like, a stream. And that's it. So very, Mitty, very gone. Now, the most notorious <laughs> of big, the disappearances. Is the picture I have pulled up here for you. This is Paula Weldon. Now, she was last seen on December 1st, 1946. She went out hiking on the long trail wearing a bright red jacket. The following Monday, when she did not show up for her classes at Bennington College, a search party was sent out. Her parents were very wealthy in the area, and they even put up a $5,000 reward in the 1940s for any information that could be found about where she'd gone. There was a couple that came forward saying that they had seen her out hiking and that they had seen her way up on the trail ahead of them, 
this is in December. So really all you have is like the evergreen trees. So there's not too much blocking your view. She went around one corner and they never saw her again. She just disappeared. Now there was a mass massive search party sent out. They never found anything and it's considered a cold case to this day. Weldon. Paula Weldon. Well then. Now, now, three years later is one of the strangest incidents in my opinion. Going through this triangle on a bus, a 68-year-old man named James Tedford is riding on the bus going from somewhere to Bennington. Now, witnesses say they saw him get on the bus and he sat somewhere in the back. However, when they arrived in Bennington, he was not on the bus. His luggage still was and his ticket still was, but he had disappeared. That's pretty freaky. Right. I don't like that. With witnesses around and everything. Yeah, I made the papers on that one. Missing after boarding bus in St. Albans headed towards Bennington. Anyway, he could have like jumped out the window. I mean, maybe. I don't know. That's weird. It's definitely weird. I feel like if someone was jumping out the window too, like it would be noticeable. Hmm. So very, very suspicious. Then again, in 1950, an an eight-year-old boy named Paul Jepson, last seen playing in the family pickup truck while his parents were attending to the pigs that they were caretakers for in the area. He was last seen wearing a bright he was last seen wearing a bright red jacket. I, I knew you were going to say red jacket. That was weird. <laughs> a search party was sent out. There were bloodhounds involved. They did pick up the scent, and it led them to a crossroads nearby and then disappeared. So there were um, theories that maybe it was an abduction. There was also theories that maybe it was the parents that had done something and fed him to the pigs. Oh, so super heavy. But the fact that his scent took off in another direction kind of clears them a little bit. Mm. And this crossroads was very near where Paula had gone missing as well. So some also suggested that it was, it was the lure of the mountains, which for the days leading up to his disappearance, Paul could not stop talking about this eight, eight-year-old boy would always just be talking about the call of the mountain where he needed to go to the mountains. Weird. And he disappeared in them. Okay. Only a few weeks later, Frida Langer, or Langer, a 53-year-old woman in good health, went out camping with her husband and cousin. Now, husband, he, on a hike, sprained his ankle. So the next day was just chilling at camp. Frida and her cousin head out on a hike their own, on their own. About a half a mile from the camp, they're crossing like a stream. Frida falls in, gets out, and she's just completely soaked. It is later in the year. It's cold, so if she doesn't go and change, she's going to Frida freeze. The. So she decides, <laughs> she tells her cousin she's going back to the camp. And it's only a half a mile away, so they're not too concerned about it. However... She never turned up at camp. Neither the husband nor cousin saw her again. There was a huge search party that was sent out, including helicopters from the Connecticut Coast Guard 
and uh, military personnel from Maryland, or not Maryland, uh, Massachusetts. And for six months, they found nothing. And then one day, in an area around Somerset Reservoir in this triangle, an area that had been searched thoroughly several times, her body turns up. And that's very missing 411. Very, yeah. And it was in a state of decomposition that they could not determine the cause of death. It being close to the reservoir, whoever was in charge was just like, oh, she drowned. That was their determining cause of death. However, that doesn't explain how she got there after the search party, had been there multiple times, or how it got out of the reservoir in the first place. Hmm. So if she was alive until that point. And then uh, when she got close to civilization, she just dropped dead. Uh, oh, frick, dude. Sad. I never thought about that. But there's a lot of different possibilities of things that it could be. Somerset Reservoir does come up once again in 2019, where the jawbone of a missing New York woman turned up near this reservoir. It was found where somebody was hiking or something. And it was a missing persons case that had gone unsolved for a while. This woman's name, her nickname, she went by was Red. So there's a lot of theories that kind of revolve around the possibility of potentially some missing 411, some glitches in the matrix. There's also killer. Serial (sighs) killer is a big one. That's what my gut is telling me. Because a lot of these disappearances happened between 1940 to 1950 outside of the missing New York woman and the dude who had been squeezed to death. That one is not fun. So there's a lot of other mysterious stuff going on and around the area. I think that the one that the couple that aren't explained by maybe a serial killer are homie on the bus. Yeah. What? And magic school bus (laughs) to the magic school bus or, or the uh, one later in 2019 or the squeezed person. Those ones don't fit that category. No. According to like um, reports, the only commonality between like the people outside of location was the time of day where they all went missing between the hours of 3 and 4 p.m. And the time of year, all October to December and red. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. This is an unsolved mystery. Red flag. <laughs> what is with the red, though? I don't know. The, the, red, the red jackets? It's just an the odd. Red, the red coats are not coming. <laughs> the red coats are disappearing. Weird, dude. What if it's just like a brolic serial killer who killed, who squeezed that guy? Define brolic? Just, just massive. Yoked. Just mm. built. Oh, yeah. That would explain you know? the, Like Broly. Yeah. That okay. would explain the big footprints. Probably have like a size 14, and they're like, these have to be big. Like some, some Wreck It Ralph type dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wreck it. Wreck me, Ralph. Whoa. Uh, dude, any area that just attracts like activity is odd to me. Yeah. My, my first thought is like a serial killer or a person. That's what my first being thought responsible was for well. it. And just like being weirdly lucky that he <laughs> hasn't like got caught, you know? Yeah. I mean, out in this area, the forest too, it's been described as 
such thick forest that it silences the air around you, almost like a like a like the forest in Japan where uh, people go and do the yeah. thing, do the thing, unalive themselves, unalive themselves. That's the term we have to use. No, the unalive forest. Did you pull up anything relevant? Not really. I just have the wiki open. I was going to say there's probably more cases that I didn't even hear about. I know there's more information that I'm not even sharing because it's like hard to connect like all of the dots. Yeah. There's things that are be- that have been considered UFO like in the area. Is there any I bet there's a military base. It's possible around. But the Massachusetts military is what had to come in and help the search. Interesting. Because there help. was no like <laughs> There was cover up, dude. It's <laughs> like that story in what the, the Smoky Mountains, oh, wait. Gatlinburg or whatever. The missing four one you told with the in kid? Tennessee, yeah, where military comes in. Yeah, the, like every branch of military pulled up and they were all like not working together. Yeah, yeah, w- weird. I would look into: is there military around or is there cave systems? Cave around? systems. Yeah. I uh, looking at the a lot of these happen at a specific time. Most of them. Like in the mid forties to mid to late forties. That's what I was saying. Between like the forties and fifties, yeah, early fifties. So, like uh, like a serial killer seems more more likely. Because it was make. like a concentrated time and like, location. Yeah, and it fell off after then. Became a lot more sporadic. But the last one was twenty nineteen. You said twenty nineteen was where Gogurt guy. Gogurt. I think it was like a woman, dude. A missing New York woman. Not the what... squeeze squeeze boy. Oh. Oh no no no. That was nineteen forty, dude. Gogurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. Someone in the comments said Gogurt, so I gotta shout them out. Nice. Um, hmm. And then before 2019, before 2019, I don't, I don't have anything between 50 and 2019. So it sounds like a, it could be almost a copycat at that point. Yeah, sounds like something, uh, something or someone. Something fishy is going on. Dude. It does. The only ones that doesn't explain is the bus guy. Do you know what we should make? A map of like, don't go here. <laughs> like you should have a map of the world and we should mark out all the triangles, like all the curse spots. We like, don't travel here or do like, it's up to you. There's do that, that at uh, your own risk. There was that, uh, it was a pretty interesting show, uh, documentary series on Netflix, Dark Tourism. Dude, oh. I love that show. That was, was a sick. fun show. Yeah. But he would go to all these places in the world that were haunted or like macabre or. Yeah. Like, like he, he would do just crazy, weird tourism stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just crazy places that uh, people would never go. Like there's this part in Mexico where there a lot of people try to like run, escape uh, across the border to get to the States. And he, there is like a tour there that reenacts you escaping and you spend all night. This like is like a, with a coyote and stuff. Uh, what that's what that? they call the guide who like really, yeah. Okay. Yeah. With a coyote too. Uh, help you escape across the border. Crazy. And at the very end, they have people chasing you with guns and jeeps. That is a wild they, tourism they catch you That's activity. a get out games or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, yeah. It's an escape room. It's a crazy uh, documentary. You should check it out if you uh, haven't seen it. Does he it. go to Fukushima in Japan? Suicide for, or sorry, uh, the no. unalive forest? No. No, he goes to a place that's, uh, what, radioactive? Or radioactive? Is, that, well, is that in uh, Russia? What's that place called? <laughs> I know oh, the place he Chernobyl? went was Chernobyl. He's been there. The place oh, no. he went was in Japan. Yes, Fukushima was the radi- radioactive one. Sorry, I'm, I'm just catching up. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it uh, has like crazy high amounts of radiation more than Chernobyl. 
Yeah, they went there. They were on the bus. And they're like watching their Geiger counters. Like, And before they and even get to where they usually go, like it's everybody's uh, meters beep, are beep, 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 And they're like starting to freak out like, oh, on the bus. Oh, we can't like, go. Let's turn around. But I think he continues or something like that. Yeah, I, I can't remember, remember what happens. And then yeah. he visits like a school that uh, is in a community nearby that's been affected for decades by the radiation. That's really sad. Oh, yeah. Look, there's definitely some really sad parts to the show, but it's definitely interesting. Like, and that's dark tourism. Dark tourism. Yeah, he goes to uh, like Peru or whatever country that is uh, in South America, where to become a man, they put their hands in those uh, like fire gloves with the fire ants. Crazy. Yeah. So crazy. The Wild Boys, uh, Steve O and Chris Pontius did that. They do that. Hilarious. Dude, he even went to like I think it's Cambodia where you can like shoot. A cow, yeah. and he couldn't. He couldn't like bring himself to do it. Yeah. But like, it was a full on like option. I'm not with that. I don't no, want to do that. That seems a little like wild. Yeah, dark Ra- tourism on Netflix. Ne- Netflix. Random side note. Yeah. In Chernobyl, I've heard that there's radioactive wolves. You know where I saw that, where? and you know where you saw that. Where is Vice? Oh, oh, what? And they have to like hunt them. Yeah, just sounds that was like, like old Vice game, when, when they were starting out and they were good. Their documentaries were like uh, radioactive wolves hunting radioactive wolves in Chernobyl. Crazy or like, uh, Liberian cannibal warlords. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. When Vice was good, but yeah. I just remember an episode of River Monsters where he goes fishing for like some mutant fish by Chernobyl. I've read a title of an article, so I did not read any of the article. <laughs> And it basically said they had to stop doing river I re- I monsters. I saw the same title, dude. So, they, you know the, the show River Monsters where the guy finds crazy river monsters? And, like, catches them. Is that the like, one with the family? No, it's just, like, this is just random no. dude. It's this dude. He travels the world and he captures, like, crazy fish, giant salamanders, huge groupers. Where they stick their hand in? Well, uh, he's he does, done like, that everything. Too, but yeah. He's done everything. Just yeah. the whole gamut of Yeah. But he, he they had monsters. to stop the show. Why? Because he's caught every... Like wild, crazy fish. river monster. He's so that, good at what he does. That he's we like, know of. He's caught that everything. we know of. Yeah, he's got to okay. move to the ocean. That's like Coyote it's Peterson. Ocean dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, Coyote yeah. Peterson. The dude who gets uh, willingly gets bitten and stung by every like venomous on YouTube. Yeah, insect I don't know or about whatever. that dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that fool's going to unlock a weird superpower. Sean, <laughs> crazy story. It was definitely way more fun for me to research yeah. than last week's story. If anyone knows anything about the area, I saw some people in chat. They're like, oh, I'm from like right there. Interesting. Hit us up in the DMs. Yeah, let, let us, us know, know some more information. Just another, yet another place to not visit. Or to, to visit. visit. <laughs> let's right. go. Right, That's let's... it for me tonight, though. Thanks, Shawnee. Dang, thanks, Shawnee boy. Let's chat with chat. Throw them up on the screen. I want to see their pretty faces. Hi, chat. <laughs> Hi. So uh, is Mayams, Mayamsi, sorry, Ismay, uh, said, Bennington, Vermont is my ex's hometown. Oh. Definitely cursed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of drug use and drifters in that area. It would be the perfect breeding ground for a serial killer. Damn. How terrible of you to equate drifters to serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very judgmental. Ugh. Just uh, assume they're serial Traits. Um, Brittany said, there's one army base an hour north of East Glastonbury and one abandoned creepy Air Force base three hours north. So it's like close, but like an hour in Vermont is like far for people there. Yeah, that makes sense. 
like here three hours to St. George. We're like, no, that's not bad. Hmm. Someone said in and out or five guys. I F's with in and out. In and out. But I five also guys fries like are five better. Guys. I like in and out fries, but five guys fries are better. Someone says, Oh, dude, cursed life. I get sick every time with a fever when I eat Taco Bell. Bro. Damn, bro. That is that's a curse. No way no. God is not pleased with you. <laughs> Diablo level fevers. Yeah. <laughs> uh we need a chain restaurant bracket. Ooh, I could go for okay, that. I yeah. could go for that. I'm starving right now. Dude, I'm so hungry right now, too. Yeah, we all had like two slices of pizza. Okay, <laughs> uh, anything else? Dude, your fire is huge, like eight inches. <laughs> Drake, the type of dude to take a group picture and then say, okay, guys, time for a silly one. <laughs> <laughs> I seen one that was uh, Drake, the type of guy that closed a car door with a hip. <laughs> hey, we all been there. Bro, I also heard this on TikTok, so it could be inaccurate, but... That dudes will always get into the car butt first, I and girls that. will get in head first. Yeah, we need to Is do this accurate? Get into what? Get into their car head first. So girls get into cars head first, guys get in butt first. And then, like, since I saw that, legitimately, I've only been doing it, like, getting I get in butt in feet first. first. I mean, yeah, feet first, but, like, Is that out of the butt, butt head, okay. the butt head, like, butts first. Okay. I feet first? Yeah. Like, like, I, I, like the one leg in? Yeah. 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 Or you like jump in? Yeah, <laughs> just, cycling. yeah. <laughs> he comes in the passenger you, door. You roll the window <laughs> down and then jump in that way. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, only within the last year, I thrifted a jacket that was like a woman's jacket, and the buttons are on the other side. Oh, that throw you off? Or dude? zippers? I have a jacket. My zippers on the left side, and I'm always like, what the. F-? Yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about like pants zippers. No. I was like, your zippers come apart with your <laughs> yeah. pants? No. Imagine trying to do that every time, trying to clip it. Oh, but yeah, gosh. the buttons, weird. Car, cars, getting cars, <laughs> also oh, weird. Okay. <laughs> well, I remember when we were in Hawaii the first trip and I found this dope ass jacket, dude. And I was like checking it out and I brought it up to the lady and she's like, uh, this is a woman's. And I was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I took it away. <laughs> Do you remember that? I was like, yeah, I didn't want it. I don't. Yeah, because I don't see I don't see sex, dude. <laughs> cool. Sean, is that you? That's me. Chat, I appreciate you. We have to put you away for a bit because it's time for me to get into my stories. All right. Uh, quick thing. So for my story tonight, it's more of just like an update. Update? Not so much a full-on story. Because I believe Sean arguably shared the scariest story we've ever shared on this podcast, for me at least, which was Jay's journal last week. And we've had quite a bit of people react to this story. Uh, it was terrifying. So here, I'm just going to read you a couple of the notes we had. These are few of many. Okay. So we got a note from one of our patrons, Alex M., fervently saying, hey, I just listened to the last episode. Sean sounds shaken. Is he okay? So, Sean, the viewers want to know, are you okay? For the viewers, I'm okay. Okay. You're okay. I think so. Carol W. And we've talked about this before. Like, DJ, you've talked about it. You know people who, when you bring up Jay's journal, like, even at work. They'll be like, no, let's yeah, not talk about People are about like, stop. That. Stop. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Uh, it's something, like, people are legitimately afraid about if they know of it. Yeah. But I think it's so hush-hush. Not a lot of people know about it. It's, like, almost died off, and here we are just, like, it's reemerging. Kinda like It's kind of like, I would say, the Skinwalkers topic. Like, 
in that in the culture of like Native American, they don't really they share don't want to talk about it. Yeah, PG people don't really want to talk, and PG is Pleasant Grove, Utah, where the story happened. Yeah, so even like DJs brought it up, and his girlfriend's dad was like, "Stop, yeah, no more." Um, so Carol W on Instagram said, "I just listened to episode one twenty six J's journal." Shudder. I so vividly remember in ninth grade, in English. I had the coolest English teacher who loved spooky stuff would share fun, scary stories. One day she told us about Jay's journal and fun, how she decided to read it. Oh my God. So while she was reading it, she would read it for a while. Then she would have to put it down for a day, sometimes even up to a week. And then she would start reading it again. Finally, one night she was reading in bed. She felt so completely scared that there was definitely a demonic presence associated in the story that she just chucked the book as far away from her as she could. She threw it in the garbage the next day. I remember how viscerally I felt her story and it so, and it was so obvious how badly it spooked her. That's so wild. Yes. Like me thinking about the, cause I like binged this book, like in a weekend finished the whole thing. Yeah. But also like tried not to listen at home. By myself, just like keep it Deej here. was gone. Oh. Deej and Mal were down in southern Utah. I was the only one home. And so I like would drive around. I legitimately went and drove like and sat in a church parking lot and listened <laughs> for like a half hour. Damn, bro. <laughs> like coming from you, I think most of our viewers will understand understand that's big. But like me as your friend hearing that, I'm like, dude, that's that's unheard of. That's like new, <laughs> new untouched ground. Sean's scared. Yeah, that's uh, it's odd, odd thing to hear. That so that that makes sense. That comment makes sense to me. Yeah. Someone I can't remember who messaged us. Sorry, I'm not shouting you out. I showed DJ at work, but they were like, I remember hearing about Jay's journal in Pleasant Grove. They went to the library and they asked for Jay's journal, and the librarian said, "We do not carry that book. It's a bad omen." Wow. Yeah. Remember I, sh- I showed you? Sorry, I can't remember yep. who it was who said yeah, that. Yeah, someone at work was just talking about that. Yeah. Another listener and friend, John John, sent in a short note. What's up, John John? He said, I listened to Jay's Journal's pod. I spend 8 to 12 hours a day on the computer, so I get headaches and migraines a lot. So, he, yeah, he's just listening to the podcast. He said it was terrifying. Um, while he was listening to your episode and your story, he said several times, my Apple Watch asked me if I was working out. <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> I think his heart rate was going so hard. <laughs> like, do you want to record this cardio workout? <laughs> I can es- relate. He said, especially it happened when you said, do you remember the part? If you haven't listened, spoiler alert, you need to go back and listen to Jay's journal right now. So sorry for the one person in chat who asked. <laughs> but there's a part where Jay's awake in his room. And the shadow at the foot of his bed looks at him and says, I am one of the third of the host of heaven. So John John said specifically when the, when you said that, that's when his Apple Watch went off. And it was like, yo, you running? <laughs> uh, he said, while I was listening, my right temple started twitching. Damn, bro. Damn. And then you said, he said, I, I can't fully remember. I think you mentioned uh, Indian burial grounds. But there was a number of American Native American massacres in Pleasant Grove. Really? And then he sent a link. So I think I'm going to shoot you that link, and maybe you can do some research on it. Maybe we can save that for a Utah episode. Yeah, we'll do that. But there's that. Lastly, with the whole updating from Jay's journal, 
listening to that that story, I knew for a fact it was going to be an issue for our editor and my sister Brittany to edit because she said there's one topic that she doesn't like or f with, and that's demonic possession. I'm really sorry that I've hit more of those stories <laughs> than. I mean, Sean's, I, Sean's like, how do I mess with Brittany? How, how do I get her? Yeah. Uh, so if you listen back, I'll warn her. I'll be like, yo, I will edit this because I don't think you should edit this. So day after we recorded, I called her. I'm walking Lucy near my home. And I'm like, Brittany, I don't think you should edit this. Like, I think I should take this one. And she's like, no, like, I've gotten so much better. I'm pretty desensitized, <laughs> honestly. Like, we're good. I got this. And I was like, all right. I just let me know if you need me to tap in. She's like, no, I'm good. We're good. Publish the episode. She sends it to me and she goes, I need to talk to you as soon as I can. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> gosh. So we published the episode. Um, once again, I make a lot of calls when I walk Lucy. So I'm walking Lucy. I call her and she's like, okay, I'm going to start by saying me and Brittany share the same sentiment sentiment on this. I usually hate when people share me their scary dreams. <laughs> And she even said that. She's like, I know we hate scary dreams, but. So she said she edits and Brittany lives on a farm in California, 40 acres. It's It feels secluded. It's out in the country, right? She even, I haven't fully talked about it, but she, she's like, something's in this house. She doesn't feel like it's bad. She just always feels like something's moving around in the house. Hmm. There might even be history. Like I think a part of her house had burnt down at one point and they like rebuilt part. It's like an old farmhouse, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she's editing in her room and she said, the second you said a third of the host of heaven, her entire body is just chills. And she's like, I had to take a break. And then she had to go back to it, finished it, turns it off. She was like, I felt dark. I felt nervous. I felt scared. And her husband's a farmer. So he goes to bed at like eight and she finishes at like nine, 10, you know? Yeah. So she's like essentially alone. Goes to bed and is like, dude, just put on something nice and go to sleep. Finally falls asleep. While she's sleeping, she starts having a dream. She's in a large building. It's a party of people. She's in the, the party. She's looking around. Everyone's pretending to be happy or not pretending, but like everyone's acting happy. Something's off. She starts feeling really uncomfortable, dark. She starts getting dizzy, sick, nauseous. She has to leave the party. So she walks out of the party and behind the party, it's like on the shore of an ocean, there's a dock. She walks out to the end of the dock, stares out at the ocean. Wait, she leaves the party outside of it. There's a dock that goes to the ocean. Yep. She's standing like near the end of the dock looking out at the ocean. She said, as she's standing there, she kind of is like semi-aware that it's a dream. Almost lucid. Okay. And she's sitting there and she said something weird happened and she felt weird. She said it felt like all of a sudden a mirror was placed in front of her. And she all of a sudden was like looking at herself. So she could like see herself. And then she started getting further from herself. And then she realized I've left my body. So instantly she starts screaming. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Boom. She wakes up. Back at her room, dark room, back in California. She's home. And as she's laying there in bed, it's feeling pretty dark in the room. And she hears a voice and it says, don't.
get on TikTok. Gets gets on TikTok. Next <laughs> gets on TikTok. <laughs> she said she opened the app. She looked at it, saw the first one, and swiped. She didn't even watch the first one. And this is the TikTok she sees. Go to the. There's a link at the top. Oh frick! <laughs> this is the first TikTok she sees. After okay, think she about swiped up. What she didn't happened. watch the first one. Thank you, sir. Bro, I've seen this one, but didn't watch it. Because it feels weird, right? Well, like two seconds in, I was like, uh, and swiped up. Okay. So keep in mind what just happened in her dream. Okay. And this is and she was like, don't get on TikTok. This is the first TikTok that popped up. Gosh, damn it. Don't try this unless. Okay, paused. He goes through a process of what he says so that you can easily astral project, which is your spirit leaving your physical body. Right. Okay. So either creepy coincidence or the TikTok algorithm, bro, is, <laughs> is watching your dreams. Dude, dude. it's tapped in. <laughs> yeah. It's literally hella tapped in. Dreams. Dude, sometimes I feel like it'd be like that, though. Dude. Like I'm thinking about something, I'll I'll open it up and be like, "Damn, yeah, I was just thinking about burgers." It's either sad that we're that predictable, or there's like some like intuition, something going on. It's like that stupid game you guys wanted to play, where if you think about something, you'll be able to find it. Random not, random not stupid game, dude. It's not stupid. Okay, back dude. to the story. Oh. Okay, back. Oh, shit, Remember Jay's saying. journal? It's all about like that demon was like, "I want your body." Yes. So Brittany, at the end of that doc, she said it was the weirdest feeling. She was like standing woozy, felt weird. And then a mirror in front of her, she said, it's like when you're looking to a mirror and there's a mirror behind you. So it's like an infinite thing. Uh-huh. And then she said she just slowly started moving out over the water, watching her body at the end of the dock. And that's when she got terrified. She's yeah. like, wake up, wake up, wake up, wakes up, sees this TikTok. And then she was like, holy shit, terrified. And she was like, okay. So she put on like something on YouTube in the background and was able to finally fall back asleep. Hmm. But the second she fell asleep, oh, she, she said she was on the dock again. Damn. The second she went to sleep, she was like right back at the party. For me, that's pretty rare to go back I'll, to the same dream. To go back to the same spot in your dream. Yeah. It's happened to me once or twice, but very rare. Yeah. I feel like it happens to me frequently. Really? But like, in the morning hours of sleep, mm. like when I'm going in and out of sleep, but continue with your story. Okay. Back at the party, the feeling again of darkness and dizziness are back, but this time she has a friend there. Is it a friend? Yeah. It's one of her friends, Ashley. Okay. She said, I don't know. She, she said, this part's confusing. I'm going to share it though, because it's, you remember how I said to you, so much about Jay's journal reminds me of the foot soldier of Satan because there's yeah. specific elements that were in both stories that are like, shouldn't be the same. Yeah. But they're very similar. So this next part, I'm going to tell you, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it correlates with the key part of foot soldier for Satan story. Interesting. Okay. So she said she's at the party. She recognizes someone and then instantly, boom, she shot up into the air. 
And she said she went to a place that felt like heaven. There's clouds. It's dark. There's like a hundred, hundreds of people like floating in a circle and they're all looking down into a hole in the clouds. And it's, she said like, she thought it was heaven and someone looks at her and goes, it's not your time. You need to jump now. And when he said that she gets hurled forward into the hole. I know this sounds crazy. Keep going. I'm Keep following. Going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurled forward into the hole in the clouds shooting through the cloud she said it's freezing it's loud it's cold and she sees earth below getting closer and closer and she said i need to find my body i need to find my body so she locates america goes that way <laughs> looking for california goes that way <laughs> looking for her home boom she thought she she was trying to get back to her house trying to get back to her body she missed she's in the water she's in the ocean but she can see the dock where her body is and she's like, I need to get in. I need to get my body. Something wants my body. Like that's the, the, she said through the whole time, she just knew she needed to get to her body. Something wants her body. So that's where her friend Ashley pulls her out of the ocean, gets her in a boat. And I'm going to, I'm just going to wrap it up. Some, a couple other things happen in the dream, but it ends with, they have to jump from pillar to pillar and there's kind of a large hole under them. She jumps and falls. She's hanging there. Ashley's coming to get her. And the second she's hanging there and Ashley's like about to grab her hand, she said she felt hundreds of hands grab her from below and just pull down. And she knew they did not want her to get back to her body and something wants her body. That's so, like Hercules. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. dude, it is. So she just was yelling like, wake up, wake up, wake up. I think she like tried to slap herself in her dream. And then, boom, she wakes up. Yeah. Like, that's what I imagined. That first, like, story part that I told to be, like, trying to get back into mm-hmm. when they're in the his cabin. body. is Like, trying as hard as he could and couldn't. I forgot to mention, you know when she got, like, blasted up into heaven? Yeah. She said, like, it felt like she entered a dream inside of a dream. And then when she hit the water... She said she felt like she woke up, but it was still in the first dream. Damn. So she was like, that's wild. And she's, dude, she once again hates dreams, but she just shared all that. And the coincidence of that video and just like everything happened. And I, yeah, it weirded me out. That is very coincidental, at least, (laughs) which is odd or creepy. Yeah. I'm not, I I don't want to be a buzzkill, but I'm wondering if like, uh, the algorithm is so dialed into when you get in on your phone, like it knows you've. It's nighttime, so it's you like haven't touched it. You some. You haven't touched your phone for four or five hours, and then you get on. Like, what's something that matches like the time? You know, okay, something about dreams. Actually, a thing though. That's even more creepy though. Almost like because damn, they got you dialed in. That has happened to me over the last week with YouTube. What happens? So I start my day at work with some lo-fi YouTube and I'll play it for a couple of hours till about 10 AM. And then I'll switch it to something a little more upbeat. And for the last week, each time I close the lo-fi, the same video keeps popping up on the recommended. It It just like knows what you want. It just knows what I want. Yeah. That makes sense. TikTok be like that, but like times a hundred, I think. Yeah. Either way, pretty creepy. And I'm like, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. 
to edit the episode. And I'm now, really sorry too. Now she's like, I'm chopping up the whole story for TikTok and stuff. So she's <laughs> no. like, dude, I'm like reliving everything. So shout out Brittany. I thought it was I thought it was pretty creepy. That's definitely creepy. Okay, I have one more. Should I just save it? It's pretty save short. Save it, dog. It's pretty short. Okay, I'll save it. Yeah, save it. Then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just blue ball everybody right now. Yeah. It's it's pre- it's pretty short. It's fun though. <laughs> it's from a homie who's already sent in a story. Anyway, that's me tonight. Okay. Okay. Let's chat with chat. That's terrifying. Dude, that is terrifying. Let's like see. My heart is beating so hard reliving it. Sorry, Brittany. Dude, what the F? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, when you said going up in the clouds, though, the thing that I remembered from the foot soldiers of Satan that you're talking about was how there are people waiting. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly it. So we need, I need to either retell foot soldier for Satan or we need to find which episode it's on because it could be from a lost episode or get in contact with that dude and we'll have a call with him. Dude, I don't think there's any way. He lived out in the bush of Australia. Like, (laughs) Hour dry, hours the drive. Bu- the bush down under? Yes, sir. <laughs> so there, okay, so basically I had a companion on my mission, one of my homies. Uh, this happened to him. So it's not one of those like, hey, dude, I heard this. Like, let, no, no, no. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I was there. This is what I experienced. So I heard the story from him. He said there was like, and I don't want to retell the entire story. So I'm going to try to do a part of it. Just out in the middle of nowhere. There was a guy and Someone at their church was like, you should talk to this one guy. He lives really far. So they had to save up all their K's kilometers to drive out there. Drove out there. He has a Samoan companion. Samoan companion could barely speak English. Um, So he's like disinterested. But this guy has this huge plot of land and starts talking to him. It's very surface level. But then it starts going deeper and deeper. And this guy basically confesses at one point in his life, he was a foot soldier for Satan. And he started describing what that relationship was like. It started because he had an allure for power and he was shown things that convinced him of the power. He said like uh, he at one point was sitting in his car. He hadn't seen this friend for a really long time. He's living in Southeast Asia and he was like, look what I can do. And he holds his uh, steering wheel and goes and lights it on fire. And his friend freaks the out and he's like, and the fire is gone. So what anyway, the, he it's Nick Cage. What's that movie? <laughs> He's ah, what, he, Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, dog. <laughs> he enters into a deal with Satan, and in return, he has Lucifer powers. Gives him powers. So at first. He's like, this is dope. I had money. I had power. I was running best drugs. Best basketball I was running player people. on the team. Yeah. 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 I was the best basketball player in high school. <laughs> a, little, a little taller. Goofy. Uh, but the balance shifts. And at first it's fun and dope. And then while he's like, yo, I'm losing hours and hours of my consciousness. And then he's like, I can't even get back into my body. Like they are, they have full control of my body. Anyway, one of the elements of when he was entering into the relationship with Lucifer, he said he was taken away in spirit and shown things about the plan of man, the truth of man. And a lot of the things, so the reason why my companion was sit there and glued for like four hours is because a lot of the things he said he was taught by Lucifer is things that like we we learned from scripture, but just slightly changed. And like you don't hear that from non-Mormons. You know what I'm saying? Like he had deep knowledge of things that like we talk about. Hmm. And one of the things was 
after you die, you go to a place before heaven and it's there you learn things or you like pay for things still. And there is a threshold between those two realms where we sit and we wait and we wait for them to pass over and we grab them. And that's how we're like, like we take them. So that's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Brittany said she was like sitting and there's this hole and they were all like going to jump through. Anyway. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. Uh, It could have a deep dive. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it could also be like purgatory-ish kind Mm. of. I I mean, I think it's like different names for same thing. Hmm. Just like the the realm after this life before the ultimate destination. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, damn, Brittany, I hope you are okay. Same. I apologize for making you have to listen to that story. I have a want. I want to do a mini doc of Jay's journal. Go to the high school. We go to Pleasant Grove. We go to the cemetery and just like talk about the story in the place, film it. Well, I'm going to Pleasant Grove to like grab some food I saw on TikTok, but that's about all I'm going to Pleasant Grove maybe for. Just, maybe just pull around and take a take a couple pictures. Just of you know, try and get that pep rally phantom or something. Speaking of here, let me bring up chat so we can interact with them. Brittany says she is okay. Don't even apologize, Sean. It was great. Okay. Uh, somebody asked, were we able to get the video from the gray dude at the high school running across the gym? No, we haven't been able to get it. Have you tried talking to him? Uh, yeah, I did talk to Emmy, who gave us uh, that story and those pictures. But I think he already d- tried doing everything he could when he initially gave it to me. How far are we into the pod? I forgot this is happening. What's up, Nuclear Abbey? Welcome back. Uh, we are just under two hours in, and uh, two I have... Two stories down. Two stories down. I have the last one. Somebody said, uh, Long Luong, welcome. Uh, he said, or they said, uh, I downloaded the book. And now I've just deleted the book. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't tell you. I was like out walking in the forest and Sean sent me that message. And I was like instantly my gut fell because it was like, I know curiosity is going to weigh out, but I should not listen to this thing. I deleted it from my Audible. I listened to it. has a section where it's like introduction. Yeah. Where it's just like introduce. And I was like, I listened to that and I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Sean, you got this. <laughs> I, I messaged you like two or three days later. I was like, did you listen to it? And you're like, no. I was like, don't. Yeah. When you said that, I was like, okay, good. <laughs> Sean, uh, Pack Attack said, I'm like the old bitter man who can no longer feel fear. You made me feel young and afraid again. Thank you. Oh. I relate to that because I feel the same. Like, I'm I'm this like, oh, no, it's, it's all good. And then for me reading that book, I was like, damn, yeah. this is scary. scary no. Whew. Girl, boss it up, Charlie. Sell those feet pics. One day, we will. <laughs> well, you got to like make sure you get them, though, when you're like younger. Because once you get older, there are probably going to be less people trying to get them. Dude, I legit, when I was living in Australia, this lady would call me cute feet. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm dead ass serious, dude. Bro, did I ever tell you that uh, in one of my classes in, uh, at UVU or whatever, I would wear like, you know, the Jesus sandals or whatever. And I sat next to this girl every day. And one day she's like, you know, you have really nice feet. And in retrospect, that seems a little sus. (laughs) At the time I was like, oh yeah, thanks. And I didn't think anything of it. This is why I'm probably still single too. Because I'm the densest person around. I think you and me are 
insanely oblivious to like flirting because I can remember even like <laughs> most guys are, yeah. dude. Most guys are. Before I I got married, like my now wife was like my best friend, and I would tell her about interactions when I was single. Cause she like, yeah, she was dating another person. I was like Alf being single. And so I would tell her my interactions and she's like, <laughs> are you dumb? Like that person is <laughs> flirting. And I'm sitting there like, what? Are you sure? Are You're you like, yeah, the, I don't the know. hangover, don't, like gift. So. Yeah. so oblivious. Same. That's so Same, fun. bro. Anyway. My favorite is a story of Jordan. Uh, <laughs> had a girl in bed with him. <laughs> Okay, well, don't say it like, like that. They uh, weren't smashing. Okay, yeah, like, they weren't smashing. But. It's college dorm, so like they were watching a movie in his room. So like the only place he could watch is like laying on the bed. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> and then uh, I th- uh, she decided to sleep over, and like he's like, "Good night." <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "Yeah." She kind of like it brought up. She's like, "Do you want to have a sleepover?" And he's like, "Sure." And so he like turns off the lights. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, "Let's yeah, go to bro. sleep." Oh, dude yeah he talks about that it's so funny yeah he's so mad at himself (laughs) have you seen the video of andy milanakis it's recent where he's like can you describe me in one word or less no (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna pull it up in fact i have it up already (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if this is it oh frick it's not it that's what it looked like though uh anyway he holds the mic up oh my gosh Chill. <laughs> Dude, why'd you want to bring that up? Because <laughs> no, you were talking about uh, people uh, people uh, describing you in public or talking about your feet in public. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> maybe there was a huge disconnect, which maybe you <laughs> that. Uh, he asked us one uh, old lady and uh, she's like, creamy. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dude, if there's one thing we're really good at on this podcast is segues, bro. Just like moving from one topic to another. Speaking of segues, DJ, what's your story? <laughs> Closing the night off. Uh, my story, my story comes from multiple sources. Uh, to cite them right now, one is the first two are books. First one being witchcraft and superstitious record. In the southwestern district of Scotland by J. Maxwell Wood. Second book is Witchcraft and Second Sight in the Highlands and Islands of Scotland by John Gregerson Campbell. And then the third source is Mimir's Well Folklore. It's a channel on YouTube. And the fourth one is a website called projectgutenberg.org. So... There's more to this story that I have to look into. So what I'm giving you tonight is just, I, I, I say right now, part one. A taste. Sprinkle. Just a taste. That, a bit of haggis. Pepperin. So in, uh, let me bring up. Can you throw in some Scottish tunes just real quick? Dude, that title though, Highlands and Islands of Highlands Scotland. Highlands of Scotland. Who took a shit? They <laughs> may take our lives. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, hell yeah! Okay, everyone, close your eyes. Just imagine the mists, the Loch Ness. You just made it back from the Loch, dude. Your kilt, your flowing in the air, your red ass beard, just in the wind, in the wind. freedom. 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 You fill your lungs in the bag of the pipe. 
Cool. I feel there. Thank you. Good. <laughs> We're there. We're in Scotland. In Scotland, in the 1600s, is uh, mostly where these stories take place. I'm going to bring this picture up. Okay, I don't know why these pictures are big as hell. <laughs> oh, it's because we're at like 150%. Okay. Uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, um, 1563, put out this decree. The estates enact that nay person take upon hand to use only matter of witchcrafts, sorcery, or necromancy, nor give themselves first to have only sick craft or knowledge thereof. Also that nay person seek only help, response, or consultation at only sick users or abusers of witchcraft under the pain of death. So Bro, basically, real quick, learn English, though. <laughs> nay. <laughs> only learn English, bro. Just kidding. What were you going to say, basically? Uh, basically, at this point, witchcraft has ramped up where the, uh, the entire area is, is scared of it. To the point where the queen herself puts out this decree that anybody caught using witchcraft, even uh, using it in uh, trying to use it for good, seeking help from a witch, uh, shall be put to death. Dude, it's such a problem. Basically. The queen is like, all right. Yeah. Y'all got to chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Y'all witches got to chill. Uh, they set up a justice system, which is uh, a ministry for of magic. Lack, for lack of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which that term is uh, for lack of a, a better a better term, because who are these people? You know, who are these so called experts to judge? Um, but they have this system in place, and they have a system to determine whether someone is or isn't a witch. And I want to list off a bunch of them now, and within this list uh, are a few stories. Real, real in between. quick. So you know how like. You know how they say people are like, with the advent of the internet and more information, you would think everyone would get smarter. But really, it's like, there's just a lot more bullshit. And we're all like into dumb <laughs> things like the Kardashians and whatnot and this podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they Wow, I they, feel honored. <laughs> they <laughs> look the back and they're like, man, like, we, I wish we could go back to when like people just read books. Because like knowledge, you know, everyone was just. And then someone was saying like, some of the first widely best-selling published books were like how to spot witches and like how to <laughs> like what characteristics they have. Wow, one big cycle. <laughs> yeah, so it's like we were just doing the same bullshit yeah. back then. Bro, I'm also just imagining Monty Python and the, the Holy Grail. What part? The part where they have the one girl like tied to the stake and like, <laughs> oh, yeah. she's a witch. Yeah. That's so funny. Like uh, witch hunts for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Okay. Are so, we about to learn how to spot some witch? Hell yeah, dude. Hell okay, yeah. so the uh, the first one is called the witch's mark. So it was believed to become a witch or in many witch rituals. Witch rules. Witch rules. That's the name of the episode. They would sacrifice things, people, animals, and even uh, one of the initiations to become a witch for some witches uh, was to go into the fire yourself after dousing yourself with a potion that would enable you to feel no pain, a painless burn uh, when you're in the fire. However, it did scar you still, even though you didn't feel it, you'd get some burning scars. And that what uh, that is what was called the witch's mark. So a lot of the uh, the people 
in the villages and within the justice system would first look for the witch's mark. And if they found... <laughs> That's just them wanting to be pursed. Like, yeah, <laughs> pull up your kilt. <laughs> <laughs> Some poor blacksmith that's yeah. bad at his He's job. He's like, dude. <laughs> uh, what, if they found a, a witch's mark, they would test it. And the way they would do that is they would take a needle and they would stick it through the, the mark. And if no blood was drawn or uh, the person getting stabbed uh, experienced no pain... Dude, just fake it. Yeah. Ow. Oh, oh like, my oh, gosh. Okay, good. You're not a witch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was one of the first ones, the witch's mark. Second one was interesting. Uh, the chimney smoke coming from your house, if it didn't follow the wind, that was a tell sign that that was the household. That makes sense to me. Of yeah. a witch. <laughs> no, that's valid. Which I'm wondering, which <laughs> I'm wondering where that actually came from. Because if I saw that, that would be odd well you know? wind is going this way the smoke is going this way. or the smoke not moving at all you know i don't know no yeah. I, I it would know. be it would be odd to say the least uh so i could see why seeing that like why would that happen in the first place yeah it not like, obeying physics how is that becoming a reason for you know to like so that seems, that's a witch that seems uh, i don't know it seems valid to me, dog. <laughs> Dude. uh the third one is straight up <laughs> there was no explanation it was just introverts <laughs> Damn it, guys. Uh, they're like, hey, how you going? <laughs> <laughs> so witch over here. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> witch. That bitch. Um, oh, introverts, yeah. Uh, and that's that. Fourth Half one. chat. Y'all are witches, yeah. <laughs> uh, the fourth one. Dude, dude, that one is dirty. Sorry. <laughs> Comes from a very specific witch, a famed witch in Scotland named Skirtsy McClegg, a.k.a. Lucky. Skirtsy McClegg. I'd go by Lucky, too. Yeah. Skirtsy. Skirtsy McClegg, a.k.a. Lucky. Lucky the witch. So, Lucky the witch was known in her area to turn into a cat. And walk on its hind legs. Ew. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Bipedal feline. Yeah, old Long Johnson over here. Uh, Skirty uh, or Lucky was. The cat, just like. <laughs> the catwalk. <laughs> Wasn't there a cat in. Uh, what am I thinking of? Cats? The movie Cats. cats uh, <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog. There's an episode with like a bipedal cat. I would, like do smoke not cigarettes. Recall. I don't know. Terrifying. That's a fever anyway, dream. <laughs> uh, it is a fever dream. Lucky the witch would also sometimes appear as a naked boy on the countryside, terrifying travelers uh, or pe- uh, yeah, people traveling the roads. Like a little grudge boy, kind of. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Skirty or Lucky also had a uh, this power where she could cause you to drown if you entered the water. And uh, almost like a voodoo-like fashion, she had a cup, uh, a special cup in the bucket uh, full of water in her home. And if she dunked the cup under the water, uh, you would drown. Some weird connection like that. That was Lucky, the witch. Uh, So they would try to find uh, like this naked boy in the countryside. (laughs) Uh, cats running on hind legs. Oh, crazy, crazy thing. This is a 1600 Scotland? or 16th century. So Scotland's. Their smoke isn't going with the wind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the that's list that they nuts. set up. That's why I was saying like they had a justice system, quote unquote. It's dude, like, this what is, is this? Monty Python though. Yeah, it's dude. like if she weighs as much 
as a bundle of sticks because the bundle of sticks floats and so does a duck. <laughs> yeah, that's the logic. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was running the world. Yeah. Um, number five, hexing cows. But if we're being honest, it was probably more fun back then. More fun? Yeah. Unless like, you were the witch getting caught. Catch a naked boy and run around and there's that a smokeless wind. That right there sounds sus, dude. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, number five is hexing cows, which doesn't sound too crazy right now, but back then, if you were poor, which I assume there's a lot more lower class than anything else. Everyone uh, was lower class. <laughs> like, you had... Uh, you had one cow, and that was your entire livelihood. Yeah, plow the yeah. land, get milk. Uh, get what? <laughs> that's get what? Milk, <laughs> right? I think DJ's a witch. Dude. I hate y'all. I hate that's, y'all. That's number six. You can't say milk. <laughs> y'all are dumb. Uh, Go back to speech class. <laughs> so having their whole life hinge off of this <laughs> chat right now, milk, milk. Uh, Having your whole life hinge off of uh, a cow, um, it was terrifying knowing that uh, they're that, targeted. Yeah, they were. They, uh, witches would target your cow. Damn. And the way they would do it is they would hex the cow so that it would yield no milk. Or uh, there's like a dairy properties within the milk. Dairy-free milk. <laughs> yeah, it would. Uh, they would milk the cow, and like out would come just water. Well, kind of I mean, like, like so skim milk. <laughs> no, that one um, percent, dog. So uh, when that happened, here's drastic, another reason why drastic. I was really dumb as a kid. I thought it was skin milk. Skin milk. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and that's why, like, everyone talked about skin milk being like gross, and I was like, because it's skin. <laughs> Continue. I legit thought that when I was little. He's like, bro, where are they milking these almonds, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, almonds don't have nipples. Um, so having this happen, having your cow hexed, uh, detrimental. Uh, your family's not not producing, I don't know, cheese. So there was a way to counteract this. There was a counter charm. Cow, 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 cow counter charm. And you would take the milk that was hexed, put it in a bowl. And fill the bowl with pins. Pins? Mm-hmm. Pins. And you would boil it. The milk would evaporate. And what was left was the pins. And during that boiling process, the pins would almost act like voodoo and stab the witch that hexed your cow. So you would have to act quick, grab this milk, throw a bunch of pins with the milk in the bowl, and boil it. Stab the witch into confessing that they've hexed your cow. Uh, or getting them to come back to fix your cow. <laughs> so, uh, this happened so much that people's uh, people would come home and find their hex cows, put it into a bowl, try to boil it with pins, but they would find that their pins are missing because witches started getting smart because they were stealing the sharp objects and, uh, yeah. and pins and needles from people's homes. So that was another thing. If you walked into somebody's house and they had like an abundance Hell of pins, pins and needles, it's like you you're knew a there witch, was a dog. witch. Yeah. Damn. Yo, can I just borrow this <laughs> <laughs> Hellraiser in <Yeah>. there? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I've got to get Holy going. Cow, I'm back look at these my needles. pitchfork and my homies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Number six. You you killed that. You killed that. Oh, bro, (laughs) shut up. Okay, six. A pretty common one that's made it into like modern day uh, legend about witches is uh, turning into animals like shape-shifting. Okay. So one of the main ones was a hare. Interesting. And uh, there's specific stories with the hare. So there's an island in Scotland called Lismore. And there was a man hunting in Lismore, and he sees a hare. He shoots it, and when he when it hits, because my boy is dead shot here. When it hits, there is what's quoted as an unearthly shriek that comes from this hare. When that happens, he's of course startled, but he also realizes: wait, there are no hares on the island of Lismore. So he starts to freak out, and he he realizes this has to be a witch. So he grabs his silver sixpence coin and loads it into his rifle. Okay. Because silver is a killing agent for witches as well. And werewolves, yeah. And werewolves. Um, He's like, you're a a wizard, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) He loads that bitch up, takes aim, shoots it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doot, 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 hits this hair, and the hair uh, somehow uh, survives, but barely gets away. Like, injured, hops away. <laughs> the next morning, a famed witch from the village, uh, he hears the news. There's commotion in the town, and uh, he asks, what, what's going on? Well, the witch in the town. You know that f***ing introvert? <laughs> 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 well, she's got a broken leg. <laughs> oh, Fred. She's got a broken leg. And uh she took a hit. <laughs> my boy was stupid enough to speak up and say, I did that. I shot the witch. She catches wind. Oh. And she no more milk. Follows him for the rest of his life. Oh, Pure, no. Throughout his life. He is met by this hair in the road, and ter- she turns from the hair into her human form and beats him senseless Whoa! multiple times throughout his life. He's just getting beat up by this hair, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you, introvert. <laughs> uh, introvert your organ. So that's the hair. That's one of many stories uh, surrounding the hair. Second one, famous, the frog. The frog. So... There's a story of a frog, a man traveling the countryside, and steps on the frog. Frog is a witch. Follows this man to where he's going to try to get back at him. And as she's following him throughout the first uh, couple days, learns a lot about him. Learns that he is a, a, a pious man of, of the church, of the cloth. And uh, she, because of that, she isn't able to hex him like mm. she was planning to. He's protect. But, yes, he is protect. But she's waiting to attack. So she keeps following this dude. Follow, follow, follow for months and months and months. Can't get to him until one day he forgets to. He, he gets to dinner and he starts to eat. Forgets to Homeboy pray. forgets to say grace. Damn, and that's, that's all it took. That's uh, the window of opportunity for for our frog witch. When he forgets to pray, forgets to say grace, and starts eating his supper, the witch 
hexes him and his family and the house and calls an avalanche to run over the house. What? Rip by Hermit the Kermit. Yeah. And uh, my man of the cloth gets gets the big dead. Bro, what if that was just like leftovers? He's like, I already blessed this shit. <laughs> yeah, dog, this came, <laughs> shit came pre-blessed, bro. And then he just gets avalanched. Dude, God's protection is that fickle, dude. It's like, you miss one per- <laughs> avalanche. Yeah. avalanche. <laughs> Snow way. Uh, the next an- uh, couple animals, there's, a- there's so many stories with animals uh, that I had to skim over a hey, lot of them. Brave. That's true. You remember Brave? I never watched Brave. Oh, yeah. You don't watch Disney. Brave (laughs) is in Scotland, and it's all about, like, transforming into animals. Yeah. And, like, how that's, like, an old Scottish thing. It's all factual, too. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Lots of animals that they can turn into. Birds, rats, a whale in one instance, uh, and sheep, black sheep. Mm. Uh, The last story with animals is... uh, there was a sheep. There's a man who came across a sheep in the countryside. Is all of Scotland just countryside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Any cities is, in Scotland, dog. <laughs> um, came across this uh, the sheep, and the sheep starts charging this man. Yikes. Man loads his gun, brings it up. The sheep, halfway to the man, transforms into a beautiful woman. That's dirty. Confusion. <laughs> he lowers his rifle. And uh, he's startled because he recognizes this woman. This is somebody that he knows. No. She says, you know who I am, so you won't kill me. But now that you know who I am, you cannot tell anybody. If you do, I will kill you. Okay. I say, okay, whatever, yeah. They part ways. A few months later, this man is at a bar. He's drunk. They're singing songs. They're telling tales. And in his drunken state, he shares a story of coming across a sheep in the road. And as I raise my rifle, out comes this lassie. Yeah. Everybody knows who she is. Brenda. Brenda. (laughs) Genevieve. And he reveals who she is. Well, snitches get what? The next morning... This man was found drowned in a pond outside of his house. Damn. Crazy. So crazy. So, uh, which is drunk, you break the though. bond, you get the pond, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you are uh, out of this world hey, with, this, uh, with these puns. Um, that, was, that was it with animals, but uh, people were always uh, on edge when they would see certain animals acting strange, out of their element. Uh, in the wild. Okay. Next item on the list was the witch's ride. Actually, I'm going to hold that. Oh. I'm going to save that for last. The next item is uh, what's called a familiar. Have you ever heard of yes. that? Yes. Yeah. So a familiar is? It's like a pet, basically. An animal companion that like aids the witch in things, can look out. She can use it to spy. But it's like she'll, she'll, she or he will have a unnatural uh, power or control over an animal. Yeah. And they're like companions. Exactly. And they're exactly. intertwined. So like Sabrina or... With her cat. Uh, Kiki with her cat as well. Hmm. Um, their, their familiars always uh, took the form of either a black cat, a dog, and a toad 
which it didn't have a lot of information, but apparently the Toad is the most powerful what? of the three. So Neville Longbottom really Ooh. out here. Something wicked this way comes. <laughs> uh, so if somebody had a traveling companion or pet, people were like uh, skeptical of that person. Uh, always kept an eye out for Dude, it. Dude, Charles is Lucy now, bro. <sighs> He's a witch. Dog. <laughs> Show me your scars. Frog. <laughs> Dog. Frog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is the witch's ride. So the witch's ride uh, was basically when they would uh, just mob through not the streets, but the air. And they'd gather periodically uh, just to fly through the countryside and terrorize people. Um, there are, there's the main, the most well-known vehicle that they traveled on is a broom. The broom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the broom. A Nimbus 2000. The Nimbus 2000. <laughs> the Firebolt. It's the fastest version yet. <laughs> so there's a modern day uh, Swedish myth and modern uh, tradition that they practice on Christmas Eve. Uh, you would hide your broom. So that witches wouldn't find them hmm. and uh, want to take them to fly, I guess. Um, <laughs> which is also funny because it's like, where else do you put your broom? It's just laying out in the open. Uh, <laughs> other vehicles include uh, different plants, like <laughs> the ragwort especially, which is like a poisonous plant. Pull it up. Ragwort. I got to see a ragwort. Yo, what the frick is a ragwort? Professor Sprout and Herbology uh, didn't teach me this. It's also known... As a stinking willy. <laughs> we we know that all too well. How do you ride that? A, a branch. You could ride a the branch. horse there, but that's about it. Dude, this gets crazy. I've never heard of this before uh, until I read this earlier. If you're listening, it, it kind of just looks like a dandelion. No. Yeah. A big bunch of dandelions, but they're uh, I think they're poisonous. <laughs> like if you eat them. But you can poisonous. ride them. But they can ride them. Uh, ragworts, hares can be ridden, cats have been known to be ridden, chickens, eggshells, which I don't know how that's supposed to happen. Eggshells. And what's called post. So I don't know if like post haste comes from this. Oh. I didn't look into that, but post is basically when they ride post, a post is a, a human turned into a horse that can fly. What? Strange, strange. Um, high-ranking witches rode none of those. <gasps> they flew. High-ranking witches rode chariots. What? Insane, right? Terrifying. Wait, Super when terrifying. did witches start wi- riding chariots? They rode chariots that they designed and crafted themselves. Pull one up. I want to see. Yeah, let's see some of these designs. Scottish here. witch chariot. I was kind of <laughs> joking about the bullet up, but. I'm glad we're doing it. Scottish witch chariot. Okay, don't show that screen. <laughs> I see a lot of weird anime things. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, Charles, what, what's uh, your suggested so, searches? Yeah, what is, what, is, what, is, what is a weird anime? <laughs> and tie me up. <laughs> uh, let's take a look. Bro, at they it. should make hen- like Thai version of hentai. So it's like hentai. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're dumb, dude. dude. No, think about it. I thought about it. Kitties. Pass. Yitties. Dude, that's kind of a lame ass chariot though. It's literally it's a it's a regular chariot. Nah, dog. 
If I saw somebody flying uh, down uh, Salt Lake with that, I'd be, if I'd I saw someone skirt. flying, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, nah, that chariot sucks. Yeah. I don't care that they're flying. Boo. <laughs> Boo your chariot. Um, the chariot. Okay, let me talk about real quick the construction of this chariot. So it is known for a lot of these chariots to be made mainly out of the bones of a dead man. The seat was made, if they had a seat, seats were made from the leather of newborns. Whoa. <laughs> and three... It's like a, a West Coast custom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My boy exists. Coming like in cold, so we're gonna hook you up with the skin of a newborn. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn, dude. Um, I'm next to the Z exhibit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting uh, just memories of. Of early MTV, just uh, remember that show Made? Oh, I bet you there was somebody who wanted to be a witch. Yeah, (laughs) they went from there to West Coast Customs. That's so fire. Uh, the last part of these chariots, uh, was iron, iron nails to keep it all together, and the iron nails were forged from the smith of the devil himself. So, there are legends of witches. Sometimes flying with or battling against Nordic gods. Uh, Wait, did also, you say with or against? Yeah. Well, there are some good ones and bad ones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with or against Nordic gods who also flew the air on uh, on chariots. Damn. And this starts getting into crazy uh, conspiracies that Santa Claus is also a witch. I mean, that kind of <laughs> makes sense, dude. <laughs> Oh, I, dude, I feel unsafe so right now. Th- that was that, that <laughs> the was FBI a first. Is on their way, dude. <laughs> that was a first. I had never heard of that before. Wow! So crazy speculation out there that our boy. Well, obviously we know who won. Santa, oh, Santa, dude, Father Christmas. So these are a lot of the fun different ways <laughs> that people would try to look out for witches and uh, bring justice to them and keep their communities safe and. Uh, Give justice to their their genocide. <laughs> Crazy. The queen put out this decree, and uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of lives were lost over this. And now Oops. we dress up as them in ha- 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 Halloween, dog. Thousands of lives were saved, dude. Oh, they were you're like, right. You're know. right. Two sides to every story. <laughs> but, jeezer, dude. That's, that's uh, a... <laughs> Those are the Scottish witches. Scottish. Now, a lot Gosh, of that damn. deals in, in black magic. There is another half that uh, deals with white magic and good witches. Santa Claus. So, there is a famed legend in Scotland that uh, I think is commonplace even today that uh, Scots will talk about. And it's about a specific power, I think, comes from the white magic part of uh, witchcraft, Mm. Scotland. And it's called Second Sight. So, Second Sight is a rare gift that some people are born with. I don't know. I don't think you can learn it. But Second Sight, you can have three, one of three parts of Second Sight, usually. And one, it's you can see something Occurring a great distance away. Okay. 
Okay, we all get to choose one. The second one distance is foretelling the future. Foretelling the future. Damn. And the third one is you're able to discover in your mind's eye the location of evil artifacts. Mm. Very interesting. I'm going to yeah. take the future one. You're going to take the future one? I'm always squinting so I can see the far one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already like, damn. Whoa, look at that so far. <laughs> I guess that leaves me with the evil artifacts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, I got you guys on the next, like, you know, like Bitcoin, though. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, dog. Put it to work, finally. <laughs> <laughs> so, second sight. Uh, stories of people who have uh, used this for good, even the evil artifacts, finding the evil artifacts and destroying them before black magic users uh, could get to them. Horcruxes, dude. Yeah, dude. Interesting. But there is a story of one who possessed all three. The hollows. The deathly all hollows. Frank, dude. And she goes by the name of Janet Douglas. I was expecting something more like badass. Yeah, a little right? yeah, Joan of Arc, but we got Janet over here. Uh, Janet Douglas, uh, a famous story uh, from the 17th century of Scotland. And uh, that is a story I will be sharing with our patrons. <laughs> the so, real witches. The real witches. But that's that for now. It's, it's cold now. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> shut that freezing in I'm, here. I'm, I'm about to put on my jacket again. Yeah. Dude, that was fun. I love diving deep into like the history of the things. So the unique. Teens. Yeah. Super yeah. fun. Baby leather seats. Uh, Ooh. Uh, we know where all their foreskins are going. <laughs> yeah. Witches be taking those. <laughs> Witches be crazy, bro. <laughs> That's wild. Thank you, Deej. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, I need to review this for a little bit. Throw up chat. I'll do that. And we'll chit. Oh, there you are, chit chat. What up? Can you guys spam spam for me? <laughs> so let's go through. Uh, skim milk. <laughs> Yo, is this still live? Yes. Who said that? I thought it was sun beans, not sun beams. <laughs> sun beans. <laughs> sun beans. Jesus does not want your sun beans. Uh, yo, it's the last sun beans. Milk. <laughs> Dude, you got roasted. <laughs> Don't care. But wait, you need milk to get your he milk back. You need some milk. Yeah. Clearly. Mushrooms grow in Scotland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Correct. I would agree. Sweet. There, There is a, we've talked about it before, but they may have discovered the culprit for the hysteria in Salem, in yeah. the original Salem witch trials. And it's a fungus called egert. And egert can occur on like wheat or barley or some shit. Uh, like when, if it's moist or I don't know. And what it does is it makes you have like psychoschematic episodes. So you could run around and start hallucinating and believe people are evil and floating and all this shit. And they've like mapped the time and the crops. And they're like, yeah, it's very likely that that was occurring there. And then they matched it to journals and things like that. Be like, blah, blah, blah. She turned me into a newt. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, I got better. They were just tripping. Everyone's just tripping. Dude, and honestly, yeah. like dysentery and like. Dude, everything was just going on probably. People were barely human back then, in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, also, shout out the Nuclear Abbey. She did gift a sub. Let's go. So thank you, Bless, the thank Nuclear you. Abbey. You're you're the man. You're the best. Appreciate you. I have Egert in my basement. Uh, what? Uh, good luck. So you might also have witches very soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's Egert? Egert is a rot or fungus that like can cause you to lose it, and they think that's why the Salem. Oh, Australia. that's what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. No worries. Get the brooms, girls. <laughs> this deal is becoming better and better. Scottish witch trials. We'd like to have that tattooed on my body. <laughs> I'm just like, these don't make sense because I'm just reading. Oh, dude, they spam, spam. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Women just aren't allowed to have hobbies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the dudes are like, what are you into now? Back then. Well, Let's that's actually that. <laughs> number three on the list. Hobbies. What a witch is. Yeah. So... Is she strong and independent? And introverted? <laughs> no, can't be. I can't be strong and independent. Can't be introverted. I have eager in my basement, hallucinating and shitting their brains out, dude. <laughs> Life was dumb. <laughs> it's gotten better. And yeah, this isn't the first time you've mentioned that mini fridge. LOL. Pack tech. Pack attack. Yeah. Uh, what's up with this mini fridge? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. They have E. coli though. Dude, this guy, this guy's obsessed with this mini fridge. <laughs> rip, rip, rip. Also, has Charlie been recognized in public yet? Interesting you asked. We do have an update that we'll share at the close of the podcast. Dude, that was fun. Fun night. Yeah. Fun stories. Great night. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on Twitch and for tuning in, everybody. Hell yeah. There was one thing we wanted to cover. Oh, yeah. A Guys, few things real quick. You go first. Patr- uh, patrons and uh, people who are subbed on Twitch. Uh, we wanted to give you a little bit more. So uh, VODs, video on demand of our Twitch streams will be available 24 to 48 hours after we stream. Uh, we will upload. We'll make them available for uh, subscribers on Twitch. And we'll we will... Uh, download them and then upload it to patron uh, vods are only available on twitch for two weeks so if you're a patron you'll see that uh episode the uh, and these are uh unreleased uncut uh versions of our episodes uh you'll get them on patreon and they will stay there indefinitely so if you're so. interested head over to patreon.com slash the 3am pod and for two dollars a month or whatever you feel like giving you get our entire back catalog and everything moving forward you're so we appreciate your support everybody send in your stories uh we have a lot of people still sending them in and we appreciate that we want to keep that ball rolling i'm gonna challenge you because i know all of y'all have stories and if you you don't have stories you know someone who has a good story i.e I have a coworker I've been working with for like six months, knows about the podcast, and just today was like, oh my gosh, dude, my sister's husband is like a famous horror author who wants to come on your podcast. Oh I just gosh. thought about it. And six I was like, months? <laughs> it's like, yeah, so I know you guys know something. Pick your, pick your freaking brain and send, get those stories and send them in. 
If anything, generate the conversation. Have have a gather around the campfire. It's fun. It is. It's way more fun than you think. Like the common tie that binds is scary stories, <sighs> humor, and horror. <laughs> scary and silly. Uh, somebody in chat asked, "Is Patreon the best uh, or preferred way to support 3AM monetarily right now?" Yes. Uh, that is the best way to support us if you want to support us. Monetarily. But the best way to support us is download our episodes, share our podcast with friends. Yep. And get stories. Yeah. yeah. Generate the conversation. Talk about it. Uh, that goes a long, long way. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate any and all of it. Yeah. And then last thing on housekeeping timestamps. Yeah. Always look in the description if you want to skip because there's a lot of people who don't like our banter. They want the stories. There's a lot of people who don't like our stories. They just want the banter. <laughs> As always, timestamps below in the description. Skip ahead. Skip ahead or know when to stop. Yeah. Or take it all if you're real. If you're a real if one. If you're a real one. <laughs> That's basically it. Appreciate you guys. Uh, until next week. Bye. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Charlie. Oh. Come back. Oh. So last uh, Saturday, we went out to brunch with a bunch of people from work. And uh, good brunch, good time, good people, good company. Uh, and we close up. Let me, tell, let me tell this part. We're leaving. DJ's gone. I'm like the last one in the restaurant. We had seen a friend there, and I was like, I need to go say bye to him. So I'm like walking through the restaurant, and I hear, Charlie? No. What? I look around, I see someone, I'm like, I don't know you. <laughs> and I just like look at them. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, from 3 a.m. And I was like, oh my goodness. It's happening. It's happening. It finally happened. <laughs> Which I was like simultaneously honored, but pissed about. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I really wanted this to go on like way too. I long. know, I know. <laughs> uh it it was a homie, Emily. So I don't, I, know I don't know if it does. Okay, that, that's what does I was going to ask. Does it count? Does it count? Because this person knows DJ before the podcast. Yeah, before the podcast. We've been friends for a few years. I've never met this person. I say that since you have never met them, it should count. I also wasn't with DJ. Because you weren't with uh, DJ. We kind of were. You were out of the restaurant. No, I literally that. was like, oh, DJ's here. I have to go get him. You're right. And I ran right. out and grabbed you. So, uh, chat, does it count? Does it count, chat? Yes or no? Somebody said, eh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody else said, first time chat from the viewer does not count. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy you just come in here. So much confidence. <laughs> Brittany says no. Nuclear Abbey says doesn't count. Okay, guys. Then let it be stricken from the record. Stricken. Our chat has decided, and they doth decide. Tem- <laughs> Tembo said half a point. Half a point. Okay, point 0.5. I'll take that. Superstar to half a star. Okay, there's no there's no fully. I want one. Tequila Mommy said yes. Damn it, Tequila Mommy. Uh, Tequila Mommy, she's looking out for you. Sent in a story. I read it. I was going to share that one tonight. Mm, with the pictures? Maybe. I, I don't know. I can't say. We'll save it. Because I think she wants to remain anonymous. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, nuclear Abby said, I'm going to fly to Utah just to uh, find Charlie. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, cool. Anyway, yeah. So I kind of got recognized. Whatever. Well. And with happen. that. Thank you. <laughs> Till next week. Bye. Love you. Be safe. 
trust your gut. Watch back. Be careful out there. Remember when this fool forgot his saying <laughs> last week? I like re-uploaded it. I watched it and you're like, trust. We haven't been doing <laughs> this for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it bye. Ha- it happens. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of 3AM. If you want to support us, visit our Patreon where patrons have access to exclusive content. If you're not able to support us monetarily, don't worry. This episode is on us. You can still rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. It really does go a long way. You can also follow us on social media. Our handle everywhere, including Patreon, is the 3AM pod. Finally, do you have any scary stories? If so, submit them to our website, the3ampodcast.com. We love any audio or visual aids that can help bring your stories to life. So file uploads are welcome with your written submissions. We're anxious and excited to hear from you. Ohio is a land of mystery. From missing shipwrecks and lost treasure beneath her surface to strange phenomenon slicing through her skies. From myths that have evolved around historic events and people to the unsolved murders and disappearances that keep her communities wondering what happened. Find Ohio Mysteries on your favorite podcast app and let's explore the inexplicable. OhioMysteries.com My name is Bill Huffman and I am a former Cleveland News producer and I am now the host of the podcast Who Killed? I began the show focusing on the unsolved murder of Amy Mahalovic, and now each week I explore a different case with a focus on some of the victims who don't get the attention they deserve. I have a deep catalog of over 225 episodes, so there is a guarantee there will be something for you. Who Killed is an evergreen podcast, killer podcasts, and slow burn media production. Subscribe today wherever you get your favorite shows.